The Elder Panthers started summer practice just a week and a half after the July 4th holiday. Now with just 19 days shy of Christmas, the Panthers will have played as many games as possible as they go for the Division I state crown. Last one by the Panthers in 2003. They have faced in the postseason Lakota West, St. X, Colerain, and Springfield. But tonight, the Panthers take on the 13-1 Pickerington Central Tigers as they take it to what should be an epic catfight. The Panthers and the Tigers, let's talk about it right after this. The following is a special presentation of Sacred Heart Catholic Radio and the Prep Sports Radio Network. It's time for the Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine pregame show. And now, for a detailed look at tonight's game and to break down other key matchups in the area, here's Steve Bengel, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengel. Well, hello and good evening from the height or the the NFL. I was going to say the College Football Hall of Fame. I was going back to the old days back at uh, Kings Island, but from the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio, where the Elder Panthers tonight will take on the Pickerington Central Tigers for all the marbles. And uh, if if Elder Panther fans were back here in 2002 and 2003 and have any memory of this place, wipe it clean from your memories. It's or in 2008. Eight, yeah. It's completely different. It's completely updated from every stand, every restroom, everything has been completely replaced, except the location is exactly in the same spot, but it is a phenomenal facility, even the press facilities uh, are phenomenal, last time we were here, we were broadcasting in a booth with a couple of radio stations and now we have what they call a suite, and it's very, very nice, and we're happy to be here, joining me uh, as always is Tom Kennedy and Steve Bengel, I'm Mark Bengel, and guys uh, we're going to look a little bit, what has gotten Elder, how they got here in this long, long season. I know uh, we we started back in the heat and sweat of uh, the early days uh, at the pit, and here we are, like I said, in the opening just a few weeks from uh, from Christmas. It's it, Yeah, I mean, it completely changed. We started out, uh, uh, we didn't, uh, our team didn't travel up to uh, Kahana Lincoln. We, we did it from the undisclosed party deck <laughs> location. Uh, sweltering heat that, that night. Uh, today I have a, a pile of clothes behind me to put on once we go down to the field during the game. But wonderful atmosphere up here. I hope it, hope the crowds flush out, and uh, it will be Purple Friday. Both teams wearing purple tonight. So it will be purple as far as the eye can see. With Tom and Steve, the, the season got started way back on August 30th, and uh, the, as you said, the the Panthers hopped on a bus and traveled up to the Columbus area, and they beat Gahana Lincoln 41-6. to And about five minutes to go in the first quarter of that game, Matthew Luby broke a 80-yard run, and I think that gave you a glimpse of things to come. It really did. And recalling that game, uh, Matthew Luby only carried the ball seven times in that game but for 241 yards, including, Mark, what you said, a scoring run of 80 yards for a touchdown and another touchdown run of 89 yards. And the Panthers racked up a total of 346 yards on the ground, and that was just a preview of what was to come this year. Yeah, it, it, you know, they amassed 
Matthew Luby in that game, 111 yards of passing. On, on only seven pass attempts. Yeah, unbelievable, and 241 yards. And, and we, you know, all we knew about the team is what Doug Ramsey told us at the dance club of the opening uh, week. And, uh, frankly, you know, he was, uh, I don't know what we have. I think we got a good team. I think we're going to do this. I think we're going to do that. He was very typical Doug, sure. not pumping it up too much. But in the same thing, the, the one thing he kept saying is, uh, I think we're going to be really good on offense. We just need to see the defense get up, and we're going to talk about that more later on. But the defense did catch up as well. That they, that, that they did. I mean, take away from that game, uh, a preview of things to come. They had almost 500 yards of offense in that game. Uh, the defense, I, I think they allowed in the 300-yard range in that game. So that was something that they knew that they needed to work on. But it was a good start, kind of a shakeout cruise, got it, got it out. Out there, and, and you got to see some of the, the weapons that we were going to see through 14 weeks of football. And it was the first game that they had the running clock, so that was also a good sign in the second half. Week two, it was on September 6th. The Panthers play Indianapolis Cathedral, always a tough team, always good on defense and a very uh, persistent offense, and it was exactly that kind of game, Tom. It really was, and uh, my headline was, Luby paces the Panthers again. It was an epic. Uh, we, we've talked about a number of games that we're going to go through, and this was an, an, another instant classic where in the first week, uh, Matthew accounted for four touchdowns, and he did it again where he had three rushing touchdowns against uh, the Cathedral in the the, uh, Pitts home opener, including a six-yard run in overtime to be the game winner um, against a very talented Indianapolis Cathedral team, guys. We really didn't know at the time how good they were, but they were very solid both offensively, defensively, as well as special teams. You know, one of the takeaways for me is what we saw is some of the poise that we, we saw down the road started to develop in that game. The final drive of, of the regular uh, t- uh, regular time before they went to overtime, they, they got into a third and, eight, third and nine situation, and uh, you saw Vollmer go down, clear the field out for Joe Royer. Royer made the catch, continued to drive. Elder was able to go down then and, and uh, push the game in, into overtime. And David Larkins, the, the fumble recovery, in overtime to shut it down. The one comment Doug, Doug Ramsey had after that game is, you know, really act like you got that ball. Yeah. I mean, because he was just very lethargically, matter of fact, here it is. It's like, you know, do something. You just won the game. Yep. And of the 12 wins this season, guys, this is this Cathedral win was the first of six games that the Elder Panthers had to defend uh, to win the game. So there was... Uh, they had to make a defensive play. This is the first of the six games that we're going to get into, and and like Steve said, it was a it was a great play, and and not to be outdone, where Sam Harmeyer, uh, you know, kicked that 31 yard field goal to send it into overtime as well too. You're listening to the Mercy Health Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Extended Pregame Show. We're going through game by game of how the Panthers got here, and we're broadcasting live from the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio, and week. The next week, September 13th, was probably a week none of us will forget. The day the circus came into town. (laughs) The Clearwater (laughs) Academy (laughs) team uh, was a most unusual team, but a most talented team. I've never seen a team with more uh, speed and size. Aju, Aju. (laughs) When he he leaped over Mazza, 
uh, uh, it's like it was jaw dropping. Fortunately, it's a penalty in Ohio high yeah. school football, but, but that was just amazing. Sixty to fifty-four, and th- this is one of those games I think that you kind of got the feeling that they could stick with anybody, any kind of team, and it's pretty well prepared them later on for facing some of these very athletic teams. And you know, they never panicked. Uh, where Clearwater was going up and down the field, Steve. Elder would get the ball, and I kind of had a, a, a comparison to the tortoise and the hare. They just <laughs> yeah. slowly, slowly came back. This is a game that there were 38 fourth-quarter points scored. Elder scored 22, and Clearwater scored 16. Elder had 659 yards total offense, and uh, they only had one penalty in that game for five yards. Clearwater had eight uh, or, um or how many they had? They, Clearwater had uh, 18 uh, penalties, I believe, in that game for uh, a pile of uh, 16 for 171 yards. I'm sorry. In this game, 114 points were scored, more than a thousand yards total offense for the both schools, and the late score, uh, you know, on a touchdown pass uh, from Matthew Luby to Joe Royer on a 23 yarder with a minute 36 left. Uh, that he raised a 54-52 to 52 deficit for the Panthers and gave them the eventual 60-54 eventual to 54 win. Uh, Joe Royer, during that game, a game-high six receptions, 106 yards, and two scores. Why, Matthew Luby, 14 out of 22 for 226, and a season-high four touchdown passes, which, which got Elder to the uh, 3-0 point after the first three games. Well, the following week, uh, things didn't go quite as planned as they traveled all the way up to uh, Cleveland to play St. Ed's, the defending Division One state champions. Uh, and uh, the, the game never seemed to be uh, in, in sync. Things were, yeah. were a bit off track a little bit. They lose that game 42-25. to but, you know, it's one of those games they brushed off. I think it's a, 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 it was a test of character game. And, and Elder, for the, looking at the score, they were only down 11 in the third quarter. Ed's had a fourth and eight. And uh, if they could have gotten that stop, which Elder did not, and, and the defense, you know, we're at game four. The defense is, has not co- co- you know, coalesced at this point. They've not pulled together. Uh, but... Yeah, it's a test of characters. Like, okay, this is what happened. It doesn't look good on the scoreboard. There was some good moments, good good momentum in the game, but it was a test of character. How are they going to respond? How are you going to bounce back? And that takes us to the next week, Mark. Well, yeah. well, I'm just going to say that St. Ed's over St. Ed's has put on a 21 to three spurt in the third quarter that Elder just couldn't overcome. Yeah, one of the things though that just absolutely jumps off the page when you look at that game is. Uh, Matthew Luby, 377 yards of passing yeah. in that loss. So he only had three yards rushing in that game, but uh, he, you, you take what they give you, and he sure took a lot on that game. So we're looking down. And and what did you need to get kind of back on track? You needed a team like uh, Ryle coming out of northern Kentucky, who is a, it was a decent team, but they're just not in the, the, the GCL caliber type teams and they lost that elder one that big big 49 to 7 right and i remember guys in the fourth week we were talking about that game in typical past years that would have been when elder would have played cleveland st ignatius uh and that would have been back-to-back tough 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 games and it just so happens that they got riled assigned to paper division one out of northern kentucky 
and from a Harbin standpoint, we were succinctly talking about the Harbin, that they would give you enough Harbin points, and it worked out well. Matthew Luby for that game, guys, 10 for 10, passing 174 yards and four touchdowns, all going to Joe Royer, uh, who, who taught uh, Caught a total of six passes in that game for 161 yards. Cooper Johnson, over 100 yards in that game, 101 yards. And Elder had 517 yards of total offense. Uh, Very good bounce-back game to get him ready for the tough GCL South stretch. Well, in a game that just seems like yesterday, following that Ryle game, the Elder Panthers on October 4th, uh, head out to North Bend Road and take on the Bombers of St. X, and they win that game 31 to 28. But it was a, a, a well, Elder and X were evenly matched, and you felt like they might meet again sometime, which they did. We're, we'll go into that <laughs> later, but uh, this was, a, I think, a statement game for the Elder Panthers, Tom. And this is the game that the defense started to get its legs. This is is where that they showed that, that they have the ability. To, to, to really push back and to make stops and get off the field and get the offense back onto onto the field. Um, Luby only had 14 passing attempts in this game, but with his legs, 236 yards. The thing I liked about this game was the Elder Panthers got off to an early start. Uh, they were up 17-7 to at the half. And uh, the difference in that game was I think Elder was – able to punch it in the mouth to say next to be blunt uh it was the hundredth meeting between the two league rivals and uh you know uh elder took it to directly to uh say next uh the, the the difference in that first game versus the second game that they played uh the first game that panthers rushed 38 times for 316 yards and four touchdowns averaging over eight yards a carry so uh and then they held on. This was the second of six games where Elder held on, uh, and they needed to make a defensive play to ensure the victory. And not only did they ensure the victory, but they ensured a victory on the road at St. X, giving St. X their first loss of the season. And I think, I'll talk about a character-building game. Like, Steve, you mentioned, this was the first or second character-building game of the season for the Elder Panthers. I, I, the St. Ed's game, like I said, was a test of character. This was yeah. uh, definitely a character-building game. And the, and the thing that when you look at the, the scoring reviews, two big runs in that game, one in the first quarter by Matthew Luby, a 65-yard run, and uh, when you, you needed to rub a little salt in the wounds, he had another one of 83 yards <laughs> later on, uh, a, an incredible showing for Luby and a and yeah. then Drew Ramsey. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Go ahead. 45-yard uh, saunter into the end zone. And what do you say about Drew? He can. He, he is a valuable weapon to, to the offense because he can score from anywhere, anywhere on, the, on field the field at any time. He is so quick, so fast, and anywhere he can score. A minute 45, a minute 46 in that game, like you guys just said, uh, Drew Ramsey, a 45-yard scoring that just took the life out of the St. X Bombers. And he will be dressing tonight. And he he will be welcome back with yes. open arms. We're going to go one, over one more game before we take our first time out. But uh, on uh, October 11th, the uh, the Mueller Crusaders came into the pit. And uh, Mueller down a little bit this this season, uh, obviously, uh, but the Panthers win 42-6. to uh, Another 
I guess, confidence builder for the Defense Panthers. Defense stepping up again. They only allowed 160 yards in this game. And, and Moeller, down year with, with a, they're only 2-8. and eight. But you put them in any other league, put them in the GMC, uh, they, they go 5-5, five and 6-5, five, and five, or 6-4. and four. You, you, you know, put them in northern Kentucky, and, and they're 8-2. and two. So, you know, they're in a very tough league, very tough schedule, very similar to what Elder St. X and LaSalle now play. Uh, and... Uh, you know, I, I, I so it's it's you know, Moeller had some issues this year, but to hold them to 160 yards, very good. Seven first half touchdowns by the Panthers. Second game where they had the running clock. Good sign. That is a good sign. And by this time in the season, before we take our first break, Matthew Luby has already rushed the ball 81 times. Well, it's time for us to take our first time out. When we come back, we'll be looking at. The Witten Woods game and the rest of the season as we return right here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. We're proud to support elder football and just as proud to provide outstanding orthopedic care to all Panther athletes and their friends and families throughout the West Side. If you have an injury, we can help. For your sports medicine needs from the simple to the complex, we're at 6045 Bridgetown Road, 347-9999. That's 347-9999. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct decision is contacting Coldwell Banker West Shell. With outstanding agents and top-of-the-line marketing, Coldwell Banker West Shell has the tools to provide you with expert service. The professionals at Coldwell Banker West Shell will develop an effective plan to market and sell your home or assist you in acquiring your dream home. Coldwell Banker West Shell, 922-9400, on the web at cbws.com. Stay here for Joseph Toyota Clearance Event, $2,500 rebate or 0% on 48-month financing on RAV4. Unheard of, a 1750 rebate on Highlander. Lifetime powertrain protection when you buy a Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati. josephtoyota.com. When you're in an auto accident and your insurance company insists you take your car to a cheap, no-name facility, do you think they're looking out for you or for them? It is your right to take your car to the place of your choice, so demand Jim Collins Auto Body. Accidents happen, and Jim Collins understands you want your vehicle back to pre-accident condition with no excuses. For over 40 years, Jim Collins' attention to detail, his commitment to quality, and a job that's always guaranteed has given his customers peace of mind. Jim Collins Auto Body on Glenway Avenue near Best Buy, 922-6336. Put your money where your heart is. Do business with someone who shares your faith and values. From Sacred Heart Radio's Angels List of Underwriters. And don't forget to tell them where you found out about them. Go to sacredheartradio.com and click Angels List. We are back at the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio, where the Elder Panthers tonight will take on Pickerington Central for this state title. Uh, unbelievable uh, season, unbelievable uh, accomplishment to have them here. And uh, we're so glad for all of you listening back at home and joining us tonight on uh, AM 740, AM 910, FM 89.5 up in Hamilton. And uh, if you're in the round here, we have a low-watt little FM transmitter. You can probably 
acres roughly in the stadium at 96.9. Yeah, if you're, if you're listening on the app, 96.9 will get you more in real time. Yeah, around, around the little roughly in the stadium. But, uh, guys, on October 18th, the Panthers play another incredible team, a team that unbelievably did not make it into the playoffs, which was the Winton Woods Warriors. And uh, we talked a lot about that in our post-game shows. But the Panthers stay tough, beat a team that they always have trouble with, 42-37. to And they were down 23-21 at half. And uh, how the, you know the, how are they going to react and how are they going to do? And the defense really played lights out in, in, and really played a good game in the second half and uh, just gave Wittenwood fits trying to move the ball. It was, and it was a game where uh, Elder had the opportunity time after time to make a play to get back into the game or take a lead, and they did that. This was a game where Winton Woods had their star running back who's been there and been a star for a couple of years. He's going. He's got a scholarship to Iowa State. So you had a Division One caliber running back where Elder tried their best and did their best from a defensive standpoint to contain. But it was a game where Matthew Luby, once again, guys, 403 yards of total offense, four touchdowns to lead the Panthers. Colton Sanders had eight solo tackles in that game, and I remember that game where you just started at that moment, not that you he always you heard his name a lot, but it just seemed like in that game more and more and more. Uh, you, you, People you, are starting to rec- you recognize him. Yeah, yeah you, you didn't know who he was right. beforehand, and by, by this time of the year. And number 29, number 29, number 29, <laughs> right. here he comes. And in this game, Winton Woods, they, they took Ro- uh, Joe Royer out of the game, and this is where uh, Evan Vollmer and Drew Ramsey really stepped up with some nice catches and some nice plays and started diversifying and widening the offense and giving Matthew Luby a, a much bigger menu when he looks down the field. Well, as the season quickly approached the Halloween week, uh, the Elder Panthers uh, took on a team, another all-star team. We had one from Clearwater, Florida. Now the all-star team that came out of uh, Mississauga, Ontario, which is not too far from Toronto. And they took on a very talented team, Football North, and knocked them off 31-20. to And in this game, the, the, what... Uh, the, the takeaway from this game for me was just when... Uh, uh, Drew Ramsey lined up in the Wildcat near the goal line, and uh, um, and Matthew Luby just strolled into the end zone, and, and, drew, and Drew just drilled him with a touchdown pass. It was like it was just uh, uh, it was like I'm just looking at it, it's like my goodness, this team can do so much. They have so many weapons, and that just stood out to me. Other than that, and the fact that they had 561 yards of total offense in that game. I remember guys talking about this game and the way it was situated right between Witt and Woods and then Week 10 at LaSalle. could have been considered a trap game, but, you know, Elder wouldn't allow it to be a trap game. Once again, the Panthers racked up 29 first, first downs and over 560 yards total offense. Joe Roy had another big night, seven catches, 163 yards, over 23 yards a catch. And then finally, to your point, Steve, Drew Ramsey, also caught seven passes for 65 yards and the one TD and the one TD passing to uh, Matthew Luby. 
Well, week 10 was uh, ended up being a loss to uh, the eventual uh, Division II state champion, LaSalle Lancers, and it was a game of two halves. Literally, the LaSalle Lancers stopped on the Panthers in the first half, and the Elder Panthers shut them down and stopped them in the second half. Unfortunately, the Panthers came within uh, two to tie in the game, but uh, it, it, it was a disappointing loss, but I think it was a loss that later on focused them for what they needed to do in the playoffs. It, it really was, Mark. Uh, down 21 to nothing at half, and it, it, Elder seemed like he just couldn't get their legs underneath them. Uh, the one uh, pass or the one play was the, the block punt against the Elder Panthers that, that gave uh, the LaSalle Lancers a short field. Uh, that, that led to that. But then again, the, for the Elder and the showing of the character, even though they didn't win this game, a character-building game where they shut them out in the second half and they were within, within a minute and three seconds of creating overtime by going for the two points and then they just came up short not connecting. And faithful listeners will, will uh, remember in most games, Tom and I do keys to the game. I, I do the visitors. Tom always does the Elder Panthers. And usually one of those three keys of the game is talking about all phases of the game. In this game, elder special teams just were not there. It led to the block punt and some other coverage issues through the game that they got shored up in the playoffs, but all phases are important. It's offense, defense, and special teams. And, and, and talk about character. Elder outgained LaSalle 437 yards to 329, but just couldn't get over the hump, couldn't get the ball in for the two-point conversion. But it, you know, we, we talked about, you know, you, got to be pretty stupid to, to have to learn something to lose, uh, uh, my, my Bob Huggins quote. Yeah. But, you know, I, I think one of the things here is it's really difficult to go undefeated the many, as many games as you're asked to play to get to this point. So, uh, theoretically, they got it out of their system, and it worked for them because next week, uh, week 11. Well, guys... We are now switching into the playoff season. I can remember specifically joking around uh, or, you know, lightheartedly saying, okay, it'd be nice to have a, a, a another home game, another game at the pit. We got it. It'd be nice to go on a five-game winning streak and never thinking it would happen. Well, we got, well, four-game winning streak to get here to face game five. But it started off on uh, November 8th. Uh, where the Elder Panthers took on Lakota West and won that game 42-17. to And uh, the, the thing that, that I recall from that game uh, is the onside kick a, a, after halftime just stunned Lakota West and a game-set match at that point. They didn't know what happened, and... Uh, that you know, Elder just just came up with, and that's something that we're going to see again in Week 14. But it's just something a little bit different, a little bit different wrinkle, a little bit different swagger out of the team. And uh, special teams being a problem uh, in Week 10, special teams were, were the hero with a knockout punch in, in Week 11. Elder came out; uh, they were the aggressor. They fa- they played faster. They played smarter. Uh, they were the better team. And, uh, you know, after that, they built up a 28-3 halftime lead. And once again, this was the third game out of 11 that they had the running clock in the second half. So that was good. All right, let's go to the next game, November 15th. Elder knocks off the Bombers a second time, 28-14. to 
Uh, Matthew Luby had over 400 yards in this game, combined rushing and passing, and just uh, you know, the win that came 28-24. Uh, and and uh, the, the score is not like in the first match, isn't indicative of how the game actually went. This was a game where there was a total difference in the first game. The first game, Elder ran and ran and ran over 300 yards. This game, Matthew Luby passed for 286 yards, three touchdowns, and it was the instant classic where he ran for 75 yards in the winning score. Quickly, we're moving uh, on here. The Elder Panthers then face the always tough Colerain Cardinals to get out of the region. And, uh, guys, the road is always paved with that with, with I think it's Elder's new logo, the Cardinal, but uh, <laughs> we'll go into that later. Yeah. But the Panthers knock off Colerain 28-21. Connor Keyes, uh, three sacks in this game, just came up big. Uh, and, uh, you know, after Elder fought back and fought back in this game to, to, to tie it up, uh, they had special teams again now coming up, kickoff pinned uh, Colerain way, way back deep, and they had... Uh, a long way to go to, to on the final drive to get down the field, which they just could not do. One of the keys of Mike to the game I remember was Joe Royer going to Ohio State against Deshaun Pace, defensive back, very talented for uh, Cole Rain. I wanted to see that matchup. Well, we saw that matchup uh, with 4:58 left in the game. Matthew Luby threw a five-yard touchdown pass to Joe Royer, got out of position, got in position, got the ball, and then set up the stage for Matthew Luby's game-winning touchdown, where they stretched his jersey, if you remember, for the last three yards into the into the end zone. And, uh, the second straight instant classic. And, of course, we had a game last week that got us here playing an extremely tough team uh, from Springfield, and I kind of liken them to another Colerain type of team, but with a much better quarterback. Uh, they tend to throw more than they do run, but they do both of them very well, Steve. Very, very tough team, very good team, um, and uh, they... they, they uh, you know, they, they expected to win. Uh, they were much better than I thought they were going to be. I wasn't quite sure looking at film, you know, what, what they were going to present. But Elder had enough to, to, to get over the hump. And uh, the, the knockout punch, again, was on special teams. The, the, the I mean, you, you, you couldn't draw up an onside kick better than, than what Sam Harmeyer and, and Joe Royer were able to combine to do. Just a fantastic yip bump and a hop and, and uh, right into Joe Royer's waiting hands. Special teams looking strong in, through the postseason. You know, it sounds like a broken record, but once again, Matthew Luby threw, over for, threw for over 200 yards passing. He rushed for over 100 yards passing. And Evan Vollmer was my unsung hero of that game. 11 receptions for 117 yards and one touchdown. Uh, and it was just one of those games where Colton Sanders with eight tackles, Javarius Richardson with five tackles, and Tanner Purdue with another five tackles, Connor Keyes with four tackles, Ben Dieters, ben Dieters with four tackles, and so on and so on. These guys made great plays, and this was the third straight instant classic because it was Cooper Johnson scoring the uh, the final touchdown for the Elder Panthers with 921 left in the game. Then Elder had on for the third straight week 
as a defensive stand to get to where we are tonight. And they got that big win, 31-24. to And uh, just one final comment on, on the season to this point is through, through, the, through the year and through all the games, what, what the Elder Panthers have shown everybody is they have the ability to do whatever it takes offensively, defensively, or special teams to get the job done to win the game. So they, that's the challenge that they have in front of them tonight as we step into week 15. All right. Well, you're listening to the Mercy Health Orthopedic and Sports Medicine pregame show. We're about 30 minutes away from kickoff here. We've talked about how the Panthers got here. We talked about all the games of the season uh, that we've all enjoyed. We're going to talk about this game in depth when we come back right here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Sometimes we take electricity for granted. I think we forget about the safety of our home's electrical wiring. There's a home electrical fire in America every eight minutes, which is why Cooper Electric has a home electrical test called Current Safe. They test for faulty wiring, failing components, hidden fire hazards. Cooper Electric's Current Safe will help reduce the risk of fire and eliminate shock hazards. And Current Safe is the best test after a lightning strike. Cooper makes it easy. They offer an in-home consultation. And they won a Super Service Award in 2011. You'll be impressed. Cooper Electric, 513-271-5000. Schedule your home to be current safe. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace. And they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schuster Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schuster, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Anna Mitchell here. Enjoy the game and be sure to tune in Monday morning at 6 a.m. for the Sunrise Morning Show for news, weather, sports, and compelling interviews all from the Catholic perspective. The Sunrise Morning Show, 6 to 9 a.m. every Monday through Friday here on Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. And we're back coming to you from the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. Elder Panther, Pickerington Central. There's no next week. This is it in Ohio high school football. You can't go any further. The winner tonight is the state champ. The other goes home as the state runner-up. Both, I think, every every team in the state would like to be here tonight in Division One. Uh, all the rest of them. But uh, it's a great honor for us to be here. And thank you for everyone at home listening. Uh, we appreciate that as always. And uh, we're going to continue with the uh, Mercy Health Orthopedic and Sports pregame show. This is kind of where we normally start. Uh, if you're a regular listener, about uh, 6.30 uh, for the 7 o'clock start. Now we're starting that up now and uh, guys uh, uh, tonight uh, you know the, the, there's a lot of pressure I know one thing that Steve says uh, it, it always makes him feel comfortable is that 
this team can score at any time, at anywhere, at any given time when you least expect it. And and I was looking at at the stats here, Steve, uh, of elder big plays of 25 yards or more, and he hits a bunch of them, and just a little less of that, but. They've had 16 of them to date. Those are 16 big plays this year, and uh, that's what's going to take uh, in these big games. And you combine that lightning strike ability with how the defense has progressed over 14 weeks of the season, how the special teams have tightened up, uh, and it gives you quality on all three phases of, of the game that, that Elder doesn't Having an offense that can score, it's sort of like when we talk about teams that don't pass a lot. They, they, they like to pass when, when they want to, not when they have to. And when you have to score and have to score and have to score, even if you have the ability, it's it, it's very wearing on a team. If they know the defense is going to go out and get a stop, then they can control the clock, control the game. They're, they don't have to get into panic mode, uh, which this team doesn't really panic a lot, but they don't have to get into the hurry up. we got to get it in the end zone mode. They, they can be very business-like. They have that ability to just do that. The thing I like about this team, there's a lot to like about this team, but it's the senior leadership. And, and we all know we're going to, I'm going to mention them in a second here, but there's a senior leadership, uh, and, and it starts with every every last one of them. And I can, uh, I posted something on Prep Sports uh, Facebook. There's uh, there's eight uh, seniors from uh, Elder that are on the football team that are from Our Lady of Victory. And Our Lady of Victory, Mark, and Steve, you know that's my parish, and Mark, it's your parish, it was your parish. Yeah. And, and here, here are the eight players from our Lady of Victory, who are the Vipers, who are playing for the Elder Panthers. Evan Volmer, Ben Dieters, Matthew Luby, Joe Royer, Joseph Catania, Nick Chappelle, Carter Smith, and Sam Salamone. And I just wanted to give a shout-out to those guys. But there's so many more seniors, but it's a senior-laden team. And the thing that I like about from week one to now is what Doug Ramsey said early in the year, and he specifically talked about the defense. Early on, everybody expected and knew that the Elder's offense was going to be really good with Jacob James on the left tackle and, and, and uh, excuse me, Luke Kander at the left guard. But but on defense, there were things that were happening and they didn't know. So Tanner Purdue started out the year as an offensive uh, outside linebacker. And now he's on the defensive line. Nicholas Seeger, uh, another senior, began the year as a cornerback and now he's an offensive linebacker. Colton Sandus uh, with a great chance to be defensive player of the year and he did really well. Ben Dieters, uh, Ben Ott, uh, Connor Keys, uh, great game, a lot of season with sacks, and so on and so forth. But they melded and meshed, the defense did especially, into the team that they are today. You know, Tom, uh, a player you mentioned that he you know, came from victory, and I was looking at the stats, and a guy that just grew and grew and grew in confidence is Evan Vollmer. And I was looking at, in the regular season, he had 400 yards, 401 yards receiving, which is very respectable. In the four games leading up to this game, he's had 353 yards receptions. And, and so he's just he's about four, done in four what yeah, he did in four. Four touchdowns. Yeah. yeah. So uh, confidence in not only Matthew Luby and Evan, uh, but it's something that you, you're seeing these players uh, grow. And another guy, uh, and, and we were talking about it driving up in the car with my nephews, is that uh, having a defensive coordinator like Brett Curran, he, he, he's not a fly-off-the-handle kind of coach. You don't see him really going – 
ballistic. He's a, very, a thinking guy, very bright, intelligent guy, but he's really gotten the most out of it. And one guy that, you know, early on in the year, you heard the name now and then, Joey Stemmler. Well, another one, yeah. he's had 13 solo tackles in the regular season. Well, he's got nine, nine. already in the playoffs. So, you know, so you're seeing guys when they need them most they they talked about they didn't have the depth they now the depth is coming to them they are becoming a more multifaceted team more guys they're needed to step up and they are stepping up they are and it's just good to see it's like that's what you need we talk about teams that make it to this level and they're teams that are very diversified teams that that are are kind of one note like like a lot of the option teams that get up this far um apparently the the elder cardinals are uh, (laughs) oh yeah we didn't go into that talk to all the folks at home Uh, if you remember in the 2002 2003 i think 2002 when elder won the state championship for the first time the the great claire mascaro got out there and uh you know, announced proudly the winner of the state title, the Elder Tigers. Well, <laughs> let's go uh, 17, 18 years down the road, and here we are. You get this nice little book, uh, the program the, the program that, that shows all the team pictures and the team mascot, and uh, you go Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three. You get to the Elder, and you got Elder Panthers. They're sitting there all in purple, looking great, and where the Elder Panthers should be is a Colerain Cardinal. <laughs> It's like classic. Yeah, I mean, what did Tony Lanza say? Uh, it said, "Tony, uh, great, great quote. You had one job to do. It's like, <laughs> my goodness. It's like, what an inept organization. Um, I just, uh, yeah, you're right. But you know, guys, real quickly, getting back just to the playoffs, where I called them three instant classics, but the, the three instant classics plus Lakota West. Matthew Luby's passed for over 900 yards, thrown for nine touchdowns, ran for over 500 yards, and rushed for five touchdowns. Evan Volmer, Mike, excuse me, Mark, what you said, 353 receiving yards, four touchdowns. Joe Royer, over 300 yards receiving and five touchdowns. And how about this for the defensive? Sanders with 29 tackles and two interceptions. Connor Keyes, 33 tackles, one interception and a half a sack. Tanner Purdue, 15 tackles and a half a sack. Joey Stemmler, like you said, Mark, 19 tackles, a half a sack. Ben Dieters, 21 tackles and one pick. And Nicholas Seeger, 15 tackles, two interceptions, and a half a sack. Those those are in four games. So what do I always say? Big players make big plays. And that's exactly what this senior-laden team needs to do tonight to come out with a victory. Guys, I was looking at... Obviously, the guy that other teams are going to key on and look at is Matthew Luby. And, and I was looking at some stats and things that you probably aren't going to see often on any football team is this. 100 yards or more uh, passing and rushing. How many of that happened in, in for Matthew this year? Eight games. He's had over 100 yards rushing, 100 yards passing, eight times. 100 yards or more per game passing. He had 13. The only game of the year below 100 was 60 against St. X in the regular season. So he's had an average pass per game of 212, average rush per game of 115. Unbelievable production 
for for a, a quarterback who is you know is 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 Rob Florian jokes uh, uh, he's undersized like yeah. me, but he. He doesn't see it when he looks in the mirror. Got a heart of a lion. And he's a multi-phase player, so if you take the take away the run, he's going to kill you with his arm. And as soon as you start defending his arm, he's going to kill you with his legs. So, And he's a very smart player. As uh, um, uh, Rob Florian said, too, it's like when, when, a, when the quarterback gets up there under the Doug Ramsey system, there's a solution for every everything that that, that that they see every front and here he is um, and, and and he's able to uh, kind of decode the defense and he's just just such an intelligent player out there a pleasure to watch well before we take our first time out in the second half of the pregame show let's talk a little bit about travel times I was looking at Pickerton Central's uh, website their football team left to come here at the school at 3.30 in the afternoon uh, they had uh, little uh, meetings and all this relaxing day the Elder Panther bus left with a huge send off at 9.30 it's just the things you have to do when you have to time in lunch periods and dinner periods and all this other stuff, and uh, you you, uh, you did some research, Steve. Oh, we I actually I, I will throw this out to you uh, on one of the, the websites that, that we look at. A gentleman named uh, he goes by Vincent and Regina. So I'm going to send a thanks to to you. Uh, after week three, we talked about Clearwater Academy. We just figured we were figuring on the air. It's like how many miles is involved in in, in an elder elder season? So he not only did elder but he did uh um some estimates on the gmc and the rest of the gcl south so i just want to run through a few of those numbers because you know complaining about the 242 miles to to canton is is nothing compared to what they've done through the year all travel miles involved in in the elder season people coming to the pit people elder going somewhere else is 1995.4 miles so 1995 miles uh of travel have been involved uh 1366 uh, for X, uh, 1452 for LaSalle, 1309 for, for Moeller, 6,123 total miles the GCL had to either travel to or teams had to travel uh, uh, from to get to uh, a, a location in Cincinnati. The top, the top GMC school travel was Oak Hills, and they traveled 236 miles. If you combine every GMC school, which where most of all the other Division One uh, teams are, you, you, they, they don't total up to the miles involved in Elder alone. So it's kind of kind of travel is, is Elder. Um, uh, so you know, I, I just. It's it's it's, it's, it's a it, way of life. It is. It's just, but it's ridiculous that, that you have to do a schedule like that uh, instead of just playing all the, the local teams. Well, we're going to take a timeout. You're listening to Mercy Health Orthopedic and Sports Medicine pregame show from the Pro Football Hall of Fame here in Canton, Ohio. When we come back, we'll look at the keys to tonight's game right here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. And your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the pop locations. Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program. And we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. 
Hoding Realtors is a proud sponsor of Elder High School Football. The professionalism, integrity, and work ethic of Hoding agents reflect the values of the elder community they serve. Whether you're selling your home or property or finding a new one, you can expect Hoding agents to go the extra yard to meet and exceed your needs. Hoding Realtors is proud to be a part of the great heritage of Western Cincinnati, where they've chosen to raise their families and serve their community for the past 25 years. Hoding Realtors, 451-4800 or on the web at Hoding.com. La Rosa's proudly supports high school sports. Whether you're fueling up before the game or celebrating afterwards, La Rosa's for great pizza, wings, hoagies, and more. Dine in or 513-347-1111 for pickup or we'll deliver wherever you are within our delivery area. Order online or La Rosa's new mobile ordering at LaRosa's.com. I want to challenge those Elder Panther fans that have enjoyed the games. Take some of that money that you would spend that is discretionary. Pledge it to Sacred Heart Radio. It is such a great blessing to have. We would really appreciate it. Elder fans, to pledge now, visit sacredheartradio.com. And we're back at the Pro Football Hall of Fame where two teams all decked out in purple. Uh, Of course, the Elder Panthers are the home team. They're wearing the purple jersey and in honor of John Kirtley, the purple trousers. And uh, the the Pickering Central is all white with uh, purple helmets and purple letters uh, like Elder's Road jersey minus the old purple helmet. And uh, so it's going to be a lot of purple here at the Pro Football Hall of Fame, guys. And all right, a lot of people say, well, what do you know about Pickerington? What do you think of this team? Well, when you get to this level, there's no schlubs left. Everybody's <laughs> darn good. They're they're phenomenal team, and, and that's the case with Pickerington Central. They won state two years ago with the same uh, quarterback, and uh, they didn't get it last year, but he decided he was going to try to do it again his senior year. Steve? Pickering Central, uh, you look at them, one common opponent, uh, they played Gahana Lincoln as well. We played them in week one. They played them in, in week five. Elder beat them, beat Gahana Lincoln 41 to 6. They beat Gahana Lincoln 49 to 28. So you don't know if there's 28. Obviously, there's a running clock involved here somewhere. So it's kind of hard to, to, to muster up 28 points in, in garbage time. So. Um, you know, some, somehow Ghana Lincoln was able to, to put some points on the board, but you just don't know how their their season progressed. But uh, the, you know, they, they've uh, the 28 is the magic number. You look down their, their schedule, and they played uh, a lot of uh, Columbus area teams, but they've not allowed more than 28 points in the game. So if Elder can, can get over that, which they've done um, pretty much all season, 28 is where you're looking. Uh, Pickering Central nationally is ranked number 19. Elder this week moved up to 21. So if, if you look at those polls at all, um, you know, that's kind of where they're at. They played two times prior to this. Um, Elder won uh, the first match 24 to 10 and uh, lost the second match uh, at Nippert in the opening day uh, fiasco thing that they don't do anymore. Uh, tw- they lost 20 to 14 down at Nippert. And uh, I just want to make mention uh, Elder um, has played one other game in the month of December. Uh, um, this is, uh, and that game was back in 1931. Get out! Uh, December second, 1931. They won six to nothing over Purcell. Thank wow. you, Kevin Welch, for that tidbit. You know what they say? Rare December games. You know what they say about games played in December? Yeah. You always remember the games played in December. And I, yeah, that rhymes. To, and I happen to remember the 1931 game. That's why I wanted to bring that up. 
But uh, well, Mark, anyway. Mark, you were the water boy in that game, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, I was. Uh, we'll, we'll just hit the highlights. Uh, Pickerington Central Tigers, the, 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 what you're going to hear Lenny talking about all night long is quarterback Demetrius Crenshaw. Uh, a 6'2", 210-pound senior quarterback. He was a Central District Offensive Player of the Year. He's passed for 1,496 yards. He's rushed for another 1,201 yards. 29 touchdowns rushing, 12 passing, or, or 29 touchdowns total, 12 passing, 17 rushing. He's got offers from Cincinnati, Boston College, Louisville, Kentucky, Indiana, and Toledo. Uh, and he has a record-setting six touchdowns in the, the, the first state championship in 2017. Lorenzo Stiles is their wide receiver. He's committed to Notre Dame. He has 19 total offers. So far this year, he's had 39 receptions for 500 yards and five touchdowns. Running back, uh, touching ball number four, Nick Mosley, a 5'11", 195-pound junior, uh, leads the team with uh, 1,395 yards and 22 touchdowns rushing. Uh, they like to run the ball. They're a running team, but with Styles, uh, with uh, 39 receptions for 500 yards, he can burn you deep. He's got a lot of a lot of team, a lot of speed. Um, but uh, they, they, one thing that they do when they run is, is they do a lot of multiple odd front formations where they'll have just the guard on the side and they'll have brought the, uh, they'll do a lot of two tight end sets, but they'll bring the two tight ends and the other tackle over. So it'll be the center of the guard, and that's the end of the line. Basically, what they want to do is set up ways to get Demetriac uh, Crenshaw the ball and just let him perform in open space. So that's basically their offense. But he does have an arm and he can't put it up. And like I said, he, you know, he's, he's passed for uh, uh, 1,400 yards, for almost 1,500 yards this year. So he, he, he is a weapon. Uh, they're 13 and one coming into this game. Their only loss was to Groveport Madison early in the season. They avenged that loss with a 23 to seven victory in the playoffs. But again, they've not played an extensive schedule outside of uh, the, the the area. They did travel to, to Columbus, Indiana, and they they played a team from uh, uh, Naperville, uh, Central Illinois. So they they had some early out of state uh, teams that they played. So that in a nutshell is what you're looking at, and I think the keys for Pickerington uh, Central tonight is uh, to get an early lead and grind the clock. Uh, Demetri uh, Crenshaw took over the 2017 state game and look for him to try to do that again tonight. It's a four-quarter game, uh, and, and uh, Elder um, has had several come from behind uh, uh, drives or last stops on, on, on defensive stops. So they need to play to the final bell to, to win this game. And uh, special teams have been Pickerington Central's strength through the year, so they need to be consistent with that and show up today. Tom. Okay, here we are. Uh, state championship game, and usually teams that are that make it this far uh, are recognized, and there's no exception this this year with the Elder Panthers. Uh, it was announced the all Ohio teams were announced this week, and to no one's surprise, on the Ohio first team offense. Matthew Luby, who just threw shy of 3,000 yards passing this year, he had 27 touchdowns, 1,600 yards rushing with 16 rushing touchdowns. He was on the first team offense, all Ohio. He joins Joe Royer, who had over 1,200 yards receiving and 15 touchdown passes, and Jacob Jacobs, 
the big left tackle anchored the offensive line who's going to Ohio State. The Ohio second team offense uh, recognized Luke Kandra, number 67, the big left guard who is going to Louisville next year. And then uh, the third team defense went to uh, Colton Sanders, made the team 121 tackles, two interceptions. So with all that said, where do we stand, guys? Well, we stand with this. For this year, Elder had a lack of injuries, and you need to be lucky as well as good to be in the final playoff game for the state championship. And because there's lack of injuries, that's where they are tonight. Drew Ramsey's got a thumb injury that kept him out of the game last week at Springfield, but he's going to be healthy enough tonight to play. And Evan Vollmer twisted a knee last week against Springfield, but he will play as well. Because of that injury to Drew Ramsey, Tommy Thamen practiced in the slot a lot and had a lot of because of the shortage of slot receivers. Elder's been practicing since July 13th. We're almost at December 13th, so that'll tell you how many months and weeks of action they've been doing. Doug Ramsey Tuesday made it made it very clear that the team has been very fun and it's been an enjoyable ride. They care about the program. All these kids playing tonight that grew up watching them since they were in grade school. Most of the team, most of the team, if not all the players, didn't have to be worried about being swayed by scholarships to play elsewhere, other high schools. They all wanted to play for the Elder Panthers, and they've been doing that since they were in grade school. Most of these players that are playing on the field for the Elder Panthers were, you know, were in the stands watching the Elder Panthers in the 2008 game in which they lost here. And finally, there's only three players on the team that are not from a local elder parish. One's Drew Ramsey, Doug's son. The other is his buddy Tanner Purdue from Reading. And the third player is Javarius J.B. Richardson. So that gives you a sense of what and who makes up the Elder Panthers. And I don't think that's going to change in no, the, in the no. near future at all. So let's, let's then go to see uh, where we are with some of the keys to the game. Uh, I think it's going to be very important for uh, the Elder Panthers to rely on their senior leadership. They need to play fast and get off to a fast start. There's good karma inside this booth, of course, with Dominic Bonavita in the the play booth here. We are all year long. Uh, That's good karma for the team. And it's always good to have games played in November, December, because you tend to remember those games. Um, And... Don't forget that Elder had six games where they made a defensive stop to win. Elder's coming off three instant classic games. So let's go specifically to the keys. The first one is they need to finish drives. A couple games they turned the ball over on downs last week against Springfield, and they need to convert uh, these drives into touchdowns in the red zone. Second one is throw it to Joe. Uh, Joe Royer is the best, one of the best players on the field. Throw it up. Matthew's got to throw it up to him let him make the plays. Mark, you mentioned this. Matthew Luby must have 100 yards rushing and passing to win this game. You mentioned that they've had eight games this year where he's done that. Tonight, he's got to do it again. It wouldn't be a playoff game without the hidden yards and the penalties, so Ben Dieters needs to be effective with his rugby-style punting and trying to get it as many as he can with inside the 20-yard line. Sam Harmeyer is 47 for 49 on the extra points and 5 for 6 on field goals with a long of 33. The conditions are ideal for a night that he should succeed. They need to move the chains. 
Offensively, that means to continue to get the first downs and, and keep moving the ball. On defense, they need to force Pinkerton into long drives. No big plays. Very similar to what they needed to do against the uh, Coleraine Cardinals. Uh, I love what the defense is doing. Colton Sanders is making big plays. Connor Keyes is making big plays. A lot of guys are making key plays. Uh, continue to do that. And then finally, get an early lead and make Pinkerton play from behind. Uh, that'll be key. And before I turn it back to you guys, I just wanted to tell you that it's been a complete joy uh, to be doing these broadcasts with you, Mark, and you, Steve. Uh, I know it's a lot easier to, to do this when, when there's success and there's winning, but, but without a doubt, this is very, very enjoyable for my fall and going into the winter season, and I just want to personally say thank you to both you, Mark, and you, Steve, along with Len and Phil and Joe Harbin at home. Uh, it's been a great ride, and, and, and just want to say thank you, guys. It's been a fun time. It's always good, uh, the camaraderie we get in doing this and uh, joining us in the booth this tonight. A uh, special treat for the fans at home. Uh, Rob Florian will be joining us from time to time during the game as well, Steve. I just want to make mention my grandson Stephen was supposed to join us th- this week and come up for the, the game. He was looking forward to it, but uh, unfortunately got became ill this week. So my son Mike and Steven's, uh, grandson Stephen stayed home. So Mike and Stephen, I just want to say that I do miss you. I wish you were up here, and uh, go Panthers. Talk, I just want ahead. a couple more shout-outs if I could, guys. Uh, Bob Burke and Mike Kevin, all their loyal fans that show up every week to the La Rosa's game night. Uh, ben Burling and Jerry Nicholas, elder grads. Ed and Cookie Hoffmeyer. John and Connie first. My wife, Linda, who made the trip. Uh, Gene, uh, Steve's wife, down here they're at the game with Canton. And, and Mark, our friend, Rod Walker. And then finally, uh, Greg Lanzalotta and his brother, Kenny. Kenny's celebrating 40 years, Mark, with the Elder Panthers uh, this year. So 40 years with the Elder Panthers. Congratulations. He probably remembers that 1931 game. He yeah, probably does. All right. Uh, we're going to go down on the field now with Len Harvey. He's going to talk to head coach uh, Doug Ramsey. Len. Well, thanks, Mark. I'm joined on the field by head, Elder Head Coach Doug Ramsey. And, Coach, you know, what a special run this team is on right now to end up at the state final. Oh, yeah, no doubt. It's... it's uh, you know, when you when you play well enough to uh, to get this opportunity, there's you know, I told the kids this week, there's nothing like this. You know, you you think your last game, you know, for even the seniors, when you look at it that way, the last high school football game you play is so meaningful that you're playing for a state championship. Now, so many close games, games at the end, when you know either team could win, it's got to help you. It does. Yeah, I think so. I think our kids, kids, I think our, our kids believe it. It's more confidence knowing that, hey, it's never over till it's over. You know, no matter what's going on in the game, you just got to keep playing, play to that final whistle. Now, I remember you talking back in August about the defense. You're a little concerned. It seems like every week it's getting better and better. Yeah, that's been the key to to our success here down the stretch. You know, we we haven't given up a lot of points and. Uh, and that's big, you know. We, we we thought we thought this would happen. You know, I, I didn't know if we would get to this point where we're playing as well as we are, but we knew we would get better as the year went on, um, just because we were so inexperienced. And, and our, our our staff, Brett Kern, those guys did a really good job. I think in the middle of the season they started to make some moves, uh, switching guys in positions and, and things like that. Got guys in what was a more natural place for them, and and obviously it's worked out very well. Now, what should we look for for a picketing central tonight? 
Well, they got a good, really good running quarterback. Um, you know, really, really good. You know, you look back to sophomore year, two years ago, he had six touchdowns in the in the state championship win. So, you know, he's a guy, and they got they got some uh, backs and, and a good receiver. It's going to be a Notre Dame guy, so they've got some skilled guys on offense. And then, you know, defensively, they're 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 big and physical, uh, and 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 they run around and uh, they like to blitz a lot. You know, so uh, so again, I, I think I think. For us, keys up front, you know, our, our guys, it's really it's, it's strength on strength, I think, with that. And uh, everybody's good tonight. Drew's back in the game. Yeah, everybody's, everybody's ready to go tonight. Yeah, a special bunch of kids. It just seems like, it, you know, it's, it's tough. It's the last one, but, you know, they're just special. Yeah, it is a special group. That's why this is a bittersweet thing. You know, it's 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 awesome that we're here, but it, it's, 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 it's sad to think about that. When we're back in school on Monday and, you know, you go back and school's out and there won't be any practice, you know what I mean? So, so yeah, so as we told me, we need to take advantage of it. Let's, let's, end on, on, uh, let's end this thing on the right way. Well, hopefully we'll be interviewing after a state champ. All right, thank you. Appreciate right. it. Thanks, Coach uh, Doug Ramsey with Elder. Good luck tonight, and you're listening to the Mercy Health Orthopedic and Sports Medicine pregame show on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428 and brozartpharmacy.com. For a sharp team look, work, or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too. 513-353-2230. Or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. Seg here for Joseph Toyota Clearance Event. $2,500 rebate or 0% on 48-month financing on RAV4. Unheard of, a $1,750 rebate on Highlander. Lifetime powertrain protection when you buy a Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati. josephtoyota.com. This is Bill Hemmer, Fox News Channel, elder class of 83. No one forgets their first time in the pit, and neither do I. And today, with technology... I can catch every elder football game no matter where in the world the news takes me. The Prep Sports Radio Network and ehsports.com. Altiora and go Panthers. I'm Father Dan Schmidtmeyer, Director of Vocations for the Archdiocese of Cincinnati. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. It's time for the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week. Brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet in Lawrenceburg. And by Hoding Realtors, Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Red Wing Shoes, La Rosa's Pizza, Jim Collins Auto Body, the wealth management team of Adam Schoester, Rosart Pharmacy, Skyline Chili, the Underground Sports Shop, Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati, Wardway Fuels and Grills, Coldwell Banker West Shell, Robert Jones Plumbing, Cooper Electric, and Schmidt Heating and Cooling. And now, let's go down on the field with Lane Harvey and Phil Bangle. 
Well, good evening and good Friday evening, and welcome to the Dominic Bonavita Broadcast Booth. I'm Len Harvey along with Phil Bengal tonight. We're also joined by former elder quarterback Rob Florian. Tonight it's what you strive for. It's week five of the high school football season at the state final of Division One. Tonight we're in Canton, Ohio, Tom Benson Stadium for the Prep Sports Radio Network, Kelsey Chevrolet, Elder Panther Game of the Week, live around Cincinnati. You're hearing us on Sacred Heart Radio and around the world at ehsports.com. Tonight, one more hill to climb. Elder taking on uh, Pickerton Central Tigers. And Elder comes in at 12-2 and after beating Springfield last week, 31-24 to to get here. Evan Vollmer had 11 catches for 117 yards. While Pickerton Central, they came in at 13-1, and beating Mentor 28-21 to last week. Warbury Fuels game time temperature. It's a brisk 33 degrees. Warbury Fuels provides heating and oil and propane for the home and business needs. Gas grills, pool supplies are also available for parts and service. Wardway Fuels located at the corner of Glenway and Bridgetown Road at 513-574-0061. Wardway Fuels proud sponsor of tonight's championship broadcast. And speaking of championship broadcast, we're joined by a champion in itself and Rob Florian. You've been in this game before. What's going through the kids' minds? Well, thanks, Len. Uh, you know, it's funny. Uh, it's a, quite a paradox that football is an emotional game, right? But we're these tough, hard-nosed football players, but right now they are feeling a lot of emotion. Um, and they're probably, quite honestly, I can remember, we're floating at this point, and a big key to this is going to be who controls that emotion from the outset. Now, one of the things, the 8 o'clock start is a little bit rough on them. They had a, a full day. They did a little tour of, uh, Phil, you were on that bus, and uh, the tour of the, the Hall of Fame, which was good. But it's tough, you know, that extra hour, that means a lot in, in a, on, a, on a Friday night. Well, I, I mean, one thing I would say is very easily, uh, when I rode up on the bus to St. Ed's, I got a different mentality. Last week when we rode the bus up to Pickwood, I mean, it was dead silent all the way up. It was like that today. It was just pure focus. It wasn't guys sleeping. It was guys that were awake. They were focused. When we got off the bus here in Canton to go through the Football Hall of Fame, they were focused. You didn't really see many guys messing around. I mean, they weren't, you know, they were just taking in the sights. We ate dinner at Walsh University. I mean, you know, we had a full day, but every to everywhere we went, I just kind of watched guys, and they, they were focused. You know, they were focused and ready to go, and I think the bus ride is not a factor. I love playing in Canton. It's a destination game. You know, it's fantastic to have this and just to be here. This kickoff tonight, I mean, is one heck of an accomplishment for Elder Nation. It is, and uh, both teams in in the purple. We've got the Elder Panthers are decked in their full purple jerseys, the purple pants, and the white. Meanwhile, Pickerton uh, Central, they have got the white with the purple numbers and the white pants. So Elder's going to kick off from left to right in this state championship game is getting ready to be underway at Tom Benson Stadium and here we go Sam Hamari with a kick and it's taken back at about the 15 yard line to the 20-25 out to the 27 yard line Nick Mosley and that's where as Elder gets a good hit on that one but that's where Pickerton Central will start off the Tigers. Yeah Ben Dieters gets a stop on that one you know Ben Dieters has just been tackling really well leading up this week the Elder's defense gonna have a big big task tonight stopping this pick central team. Yeah, pick central uh, going from right to left of your radio dial, starting off at the 26-yard line with a first down and 10. One wide receiver to the right side, setting up at quarterback is Crenshaw under center. He looks and he gives the ball to Mosley to the right, and a fumble! 
He fumbles. He steps on it, though, at about the 20-yard line. So a, a loss of about six, but he was able to get on top of that, Rob. So we're talking about controlling your emotion, right? What does that mean? And when you control your emotions, you react as you normally would throughout the game. If you let your emotions get the best of you, you, you start having those out of body and you start slowing down. And, and that, that little hiccup right there could have been, could have been full of emotion. Yeah, it's tough. And Mosley did fumble that one. Got it back, though. It's second and 16 for the Tigers. Off to the left side, going from right to left. Under center is Crenshaw. One wide receiver to the left side. Setting up with an eye formation. Now looking and rolling. Rolling to his left. He's still with the football. He's got it to the 20. Out to the 25 and runs to the 27-yard line before he was knocked out by Joey Stemmler. So, so uh, Pick Central's come out. We're going to see the, a ton of variation from their offense. They've come out. Their first two formations are kind of an old-school wing T look, um, and we'll, we'll keep current on, on what they're doing in their formations because uh, they're really going to change it up and put try to put Elder in bad spots. Pick Central will have a third and nine at the 27-yard line. 11.08 to go, just underway here in Canton, Ohio in the first quarter. Two wide receivers to the right side. Shotgun this time for Crenshaw. They go in motion with Kunkel to the right. Now rolling to the right is Crenshaw. Looking to throw down the field. He throws it's complete to the 50, out to the 47 of Elder. Right around the 46-yard line is Garner Wallace. Uh, check that. That was Styles Jr. on the catch number three. Colton Sand has got the tackle for the Panthers downfield. You know, that's one, Rob, where you want to hope to get your guys off the field on that. But, I mean, early in the game, like you said, it's about controlling, you know, emotions, not letting them break a big one. That time they got to the 46-yard line, so they're elder territory with a first and 10 at the 46. 10-46 remaining opening quarter. One running back in the backfield, and that's Mosley. Under center is Crenshaw. They go in motion left side. Now Crenshaw fakes, rolls to his left, looking, looking with it still with a blitz coming. He got him right around the 50-yard line. So a, gain, a loss of a few on that one, and it looked like uh, it was Brady Buller and company. We're getting a pretty good feel of what Pick Central wants to do. They really want to come out and, and focus on the run, and then their pass is going to be built off of that run with a lot of play action. So they kind of run to open up the pass, whereas Elder does a, does a little bit more 50-50. Second and 14, right at the 50-yard line, center here at the Hall of Fame Stadium. Off to the right side is Mosley with the run. Across the 45 to the 44 of Elder. A gain of about six on the play. It'll be a third down coming up for, for Pick Central. Tonight's game is brought to you by LaRosa's. It makes it easy for your favorite pizza. You can order it online on the smartphone or tablet. Go to LaRosa's.com or order online or download the mobile app at LaRosa's.com. Third down and nine coming up for Pick Central at the 45-yard line. First quarter underway, 9.35 to play. It's Pick Central's first possession of the game. Two wide receivers to the left side. They'll set up shotgun formation with Crenshaw to the right. Now the pitch, and Crenshaw gets it, looking to throw. Left side, he's got man down side, and it is incomplete. Is a good play by Wanstrott for Elder. Good coverage on the play on the left side. That's fantastic coverage down there. I, I honestly thought you might get um, a pick central to go for it on fourth maybe they would run twice and try to pick it up but it looks like they're going to come out the punt so that's a huge stop and uh, a way to set the tone by elders defense they set up it'll be fourth and nine at the 45 and they'll get ready to punt this one away drew buckman back to the right he tries a little rugby style goes to the right side and a short kick it's going to go into the 
out of bounds at around the 20-yard line. So we'll see where they finally mark it. But the Panthers will go to about the 25-yard line was where they'll finally get it. Looks I mean, like That's a great possession there, Rob, for the elder defense. Yeah, and it looked like they might have got a little pressure on the punt to, to force the hand of the kicker to, to rush that a little bit. All right, here, here, here again, here's the first series for the offense. Let's see if they can get in their, their classic rhythm and, um, you know, just let the game come to them. I'd imagine Coach Ramsey wants to do as he's been doing all season long, mixing the run and pass. They'll set up with a first and 10 at the 26-yard line. Luby under center. Actually, uh, check that back at the shotgun. Now looks and gives it up to Ramsey. Ramsey across and gets to about the 30-yard line, make the 31-yard line. And they'll set up there. So the Panthers with 8.55 to go in the opening quarter. There is no score in this championship game. We're at Tom Benson Stadium. That's a big play there. If you, if oh, it's Catania. Sorry about that. If you can win first down and get five yards on first down, it opens up the whole playbook here. So Catania, the back, he had the last carry as well. Two wide receivers to the left, two to the right side. And now Luby throws to Catania. Now across the 30, 35, and he's out to the 37-yard line. A gain of six for Joseph Catania. Yeah, Catania making the guy miss there, um, creating some space. He was actually at the line of scrimmage. He was met and did a little shimmy, a little shake, and picks up the first down. Pretty good blocking down the field by the offensive lineman. That's what you like to see. Just move the sticks. Get that first series. Get those butterflies out, all the snaps right, all the handoffs, and now you can get down to business. First and 10 at the 37-yard line for the Panthers. Three wide receivers off to the left side and one to the right. Shotgun for Luby. Steps up and now is going to give it to Catania. And across the 40-yard line, he gets a gain of three on the play for Joseph Catania. Tonight's game brought to you by financial advisors Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schuster Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management, planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schuster, a certified financial planner with Morgan Stanley, currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. We've got 740 to go. This is the first possession for the Elder Panthers here in the first quarter. Two wide receivers to the left and one to the right side. They go Vollmer now in motion along with Ramsey, so they line up with three wide to the left. Now it's going to be Luby carried across the 40. He's 45. He's to the 50. He's out to the 47 of Pick Central. And a first down for the Panthers, and Luby does his job there, Rob. Absolutely. Uh, Pick Central blitzed off the edge and actually put themselves in a bad spot where, where Elder take advantage. This is exactly what you want to see from a quarterback position. You have an, e- uh, an easy throw to start it on a swing pass, and you can already kind of feel they're, they're in a rhythm right now. They are in a first down and 10 at the 48-yard line for the Panthers with 7.05 to go in the opening quarter here at Tom Benson Stadium in Canton, Ohio at the Hall of Fame. Two wide receivers to the left and two to the right. Now Vollmer goes in motion. And now shotgun snap to Luby. The pitch to Vollmer. Vollmer 45. He's up to the 40, to the 39 of pick central. And a good gain of nine on that one. What's nice to see on that shovel pass is against... Uh, Springfield last week, kind of an unsuccessful play against Coring, kind of unsuccessful. And right there, you know they saw that on film, and Elder is able to get a very, very good first down game. They're going to call it eight. They're marked it right at the 40-yard line. Uh, didn't give them the forward progress to the 39. So it is a second and two from the 40 with 6.25 to go in this opening quarter. One wide to the right side for Elder. Shotgun for Luby. He's got Catania, and now he gives it to him. Catania left side goes to the 35, and he's out to the 33-yard line of Pick Central. A seven-yard gain and another first down for the Panthers, and the offense is moving well, Rob. Yeah, what they're really doing here is they're taking advantage of Pick Central being aggressive on defense. Pick Central is is firing gaps and 
coming up. And that's actually creating some gaps as well as quality blocking, but um, they're, they're really using Pick Central's aggressiveness against them right now. First and 10 for the Panthers at the 33-yard line. 5.55 to go in the opening quarter. There is no score in this game. Two wide receivers to the right side, including Joe Royer lining up. Shotgun formation for Luby. Luby steps up, going to run it at the 35 to the 30. 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Elder Panthers. 33 yards, and it's 6-0 pending. Yes, sir. That is a crisp drive right there. There's your focus, Phil. Yeah, I, it was. It was great blocking, great run around the side. Like I said, they were focused. I mean, this is a team that they've talked about it all year, the intangibles and how much they care about each other, and that drive just showed it right there. I mean, just a great run uh, and great blocking. Matt, yeah, Matthew Luby, 33-yard touchdown, and the Panthers have a 6 nothing lead, getting ready to kick this extra point. That is a great way to start off the drive and uh, go down after, after stopping them on defense. And we get ready for the snap. Tommy Thamen's getting ready to hold this one at the 10-yard line. Here comes the snap. Thamen the hold. Harmeyer, the kick is up, but there's a flag down on the play. The kick was up and good, but uh, we got a flag. Flag came from the official under the goal post. So one thing we have to think about, I mean, these are 17-year-old kids, right? Like, we don't know how they're going to come out and respond. And, man, man, they look focused. They really do, and that was a tremendous drive. So you can move them back five. Let's see. These are big, too, today, Glenn, right? Because we all agree these are two evenly matched teams. So it's every inch that you can get, every extra point, any little edge you can have is going to be surmountable by the time we get to the fourth quarter. Thayman will hold this one this time at the 15-yard line. So the Panthers trying to get this extra point with a 6-0 lead. Here comes the snap. Thayman holds this one, and Harmeyer has got a leg on that one. It is up and good. So with 5.40 to go in opening quarter, it's Elder 7 and Pick Central nothing. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Fans, Walt Kelsey here, class of 2000 with Kelsey Chevrolet, your Westside full-service Chevy dealership and proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. Sales, service, parts, and body shop, we can handle all your automotive needs. Introducing a Kelsey-exclusive lifetime powertrain protection from our family to yours for life. Find new roads at KelseyChev.com. Go Panthers, Altiora. We are Kelsey Chevrolet, Vermont, family to yours. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. This time we're at the Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. Tom Benson Stadium, the Elder Panthers. Matthew Luby with a 33-yard touchdown run. It's 7-0 Elder Panthers. And scoring first is a big deal in this game, Rob. Absolutely. Um, I mean, look, the defense, that, that's a pretty big stop there on the first. You know, Pick Central drove down the field a little bit. It was kind of that bend, don't break, where we got to see a little bit of what Pick Central was going to do. Uh, so that might actually be a benefit for the elder defensive coaches now is they get a little better feel, and hopefully they can just keep building on that success. And then the offense getting the ball and marching right down the field, they, they were pretty much doing everything they wanted. Luby had two carries for 45 yards on that drive and the 33-yard touchdown. So good to good start it's important phil and the defense really led to that offense well they did and, and you know one of my first concerns he had that long 
uh, third down on the very first series, and I was thinking, like, man, if Elder can just go off the field, get a quick three and out, and they picked it up, I thought that was the momentum you didn't want them to get. But then they come up big with Juan Strott's big play. You get the big sack from Buller as well. So you, you get them. They, they're coming up. And Elder's defense, I'm telling you, they've been a sleeper this year. They've just been getting better and better. And, you know, they don't make all these plays where you're, like, drawing up, like, man, that was a great sack. They just make the right plays. So some people find that is not that exciting. But against a team like Pick Central, it's assignment football tonight. And we'll get ready to kick this one off. Sam Harmeyer from left to right of your radio dial setting up here at the 40-yard line. He's got uh, Smith back along setting up now with Styles, And this is going to be a short kick this time, and it's going to go out of bounds. So a flag down and uh, tough play there. That was uh, He was trying to get it off to the side, and he did, but way out of bounds. Well, I was just going to say, I mean, here's what it is. You, you hear a lot of groans from the fans down there, but, you know, I mean, if you kick the ball downfield, I mean, you get great coverage on the first one with Ben Dieters. You kicked it to an up back, not your main guy. You know, so you're just trying to keep them from returning the ball. I mean, if you kick it out of bounds, they get the ball. So they're going to move it at the 47-yard line. So good good field position for Pick Central. The Tigers will start off a first and ten at their own 47-yard line. They line up wide to the right, and Lamonico off to the right side. Sets up with Jaquil Alston as well. Now it's going to be Crenshaw is going to keep it, and Crenshaw gets to the 50 to the 49-yard line of Elder, a few yards on that one on first down. Now Joey Stemler blew the block, lead blocker up, and Crenshaw hit him and just fell into Joey, Joey Stemmer's lap. Like He really didn't even actually have to make the tackle. Just Crenshaw right away just met him right in the gap. 5.20 to go, opening quarter. Elder with a 7-0 lead. 5.15 as the clock continues to run. Second and seven for Pick Central. They're at the 50. Under center is Crenshaw. Crenshaw looks, fakes, rolls to the right. Now looks to throw. He, he gets hit from behind. And then finally the tackle by, it was Connor Keyes. Phil, that's what you're talking about there, right? There, there's no amazing plays being had, but every everybody on Elder's defense is in the right spot. They sent three receivers out on the route. Each one had an Elder defensive back in their back pocket. Really had nowhere to go as well as the penetration from the defensive line. Third and nine now for Pick Central at the 48-yard line after the sack. Two wide receivers to the right. Three to the left. Empty backfield for Crenshaw. Shotgun. Steps back at his 42 to throw. It's complete across the 45 to Styles of the Elder Panther. It's around the 44-yard line. And a first down looks like for Pick Central. It's going to be close. Oh, they're going to have watch it. They're going to go quick. That's a fourth down. They mark it just short. But Crenshaw is going to run. It's Styles carries it, and he gets the first down at the 37 of Elder. So Styles gets the uh, first down after that. So it was a fourth and about uh, just short. They didn't give it time to measure. Yeah, I mean, that's a really quality play by the offense, the offense coordinator and the quarterback there to get the – to get the offense to the line, get a quick. The defense cannot get set. You, that's really a next-level offensive uh, scheme there. First down and 10 for Pick Central at the 37-yard line of Elder. Four minutes to go in the quarter. Shotgun for Crenshaw. And now looks, rolls, and now pitched it to the right side to the 30. Down and around the 30-29-yard uh, line. And that was uh, number 12, and that was Slurney. Everybody got cut on that play up front. I mean, everybody was down. All the linemen, elders linemen were cutting guys. Their linemen were cutting guys. So then it just became linebackers and defensive backs against their skill guys. And it's a second and four. They mark it at the 31 of Elder. One wide receiver left side. 
Under center is Crenshaw. Crenshaw, the, the give to Styles to the right. Styles rolling to the 30 and gets to the 27-yard line. And that man, Colton Sanis, makes the catch, makes the tackle rather. Yeah, hey, offense. Uh, they set the edge around the right side, and that was a that was a little too easy for them to pick up seven or eight, or you know, pick up the first down there. They set the edge, and with their speed, once they get the edge, they're getting the first down. 3:19 remaining here in the opening quarter. Pick Central with a drive. They got the football at their own 48-yard line, and now they're going down the field. They've got it at the 27 of Elder. Two wide receivers to the left, two to the right. Crenshaw alone back in the shotgun formation. Setting up. Now he's going to run it across the 25, and he gets to about the 24, but a flag is down. I don't know if they're going to get a hold here. We'll see. There, that's a new wrinkle for them there. That, that's one of maybe one or two times they've gone a full spread offense, and they've gotten really wide. Every 90% of the time so far, Pick Central's been everybody right at the line of scrimmage. They're trying to create space for their playmaking quarterback there. Okay, so they're going to move it back. And I go back to the 37-yard line of Elder. So a 10-yard penalty. For Pick Central, 2.57 to go here in the opening quarter, and Elder with a 7 nothing lead. Yeah, well, this is kind of what Elder needed, right, because there was that risk-reward with, with trying to get an onside kick and kind of put them in a bad spot, but um, hopefully they can they can bail them out here. First and 20 at the 37, one wide to the left and one to the right. Shotgun for Crenshaw. Crenshaw to give to Styles. Styles going to get inside the 35 to the 34-yard line, a gain of three. Phil, you think we get four down territory here? I mean, I think so. I mean, this is four. I mean, with the way that they can spread it out, we saw they can throw the ball. I mean, their elder did a good job stopping their dive with Joey Stemmler, but, I mean, a couple of times they've looked like they've had stuff, and I'm still waiting for, you know, we, we know that Crenshaw can run the ball. You know, at some yeah. point he's going to break one. And, I mean, I, I, it's getting closer and closer, so elder's defense has got to keep them in check. Second and 18 from the 35, three wide left, one wide right. Shotgun formation with Crenshaw standing at his 40. Now he's going to run it, 35, and he looks back and nothing doing. Got a gain right back to the line of scrimmage, if that, for Crenshaw. That's Joey Stemmler again. Yeah, Elder crashed the middle there. They didn't have anywhere to go. A minute 44 and counting. The Elder Panthers with a 7-0 lead. Matthew Luby with a 33-yard touchdown run. And that's been the scoring so far. And Pick Central getting their second drive. This one was a little shorter. Started at their own 48. They have it at the Elder 34. This is a big third down. Third and 17. Three wide left. Two wide right. Empty backfield. Crenshaw steps back at his 40. Looks to throw to the right side. It's complete to the 23-yard line. And that's not going to be enough for a first down, though. So this is probably, you know, if they don't get anything there, they might punt. But the fact they get seven, they're going to go for it now on fourth. Here they are. Yeah, Gar- yeah Garner-Wallace is fourth and seven at the 24. And we got some movement, and that's going to go on pick central, I believe. Yep, that's going to move them back. Yeah, that'll move them back five more yards, and that's, uh, that's big. It looked like they were not ready. And, and that's why... I say that's a next-level play to get the line up to the line of scrimmage right away and go because it's not easy. It's not easy to get all 11 guys on the same page within three seconds, and they tried to do it there, and they jumped off sides and, and 
get into a pretty good spot here for Elder. And think about, too, you're trying to tell the line when they're supposed to go and move. So, so line, we're trying to listen to you. You've got Elder's guys yep. yelling, so it just you get that that happens. Not to mention somebody's about to knock your block off as you're making that call. Yeah. <laughs> the line of scrimmage is the 17-yard line. It's a fourth and 12 from the 29. They're going for it. Crenshaw, the lone setback. He's in the backfield at the 35-yard line. And another flag down. I think they took too much time. Yeah, delay a game. All right, here we go, Len. That's the first one. Yeah. We're, we're going to chalk that up to the portable pit again. Yeah, that's right. The 12th man. So it looked like Pick was going to spread it out. Maybe you're on a quarterback draw there. But here it looks like the punt team's coming yeah, on. Now Elder's got to get their guys off the field quick. So the punt team comes out on a fourth and 17 back at the 34-yard line. Setting up now is Drew Bookman to punt this one. It's going to be a short kick and a bounce at about the two, and it's kept in bounds, and now went into the end zone. So they could not down it. So the Panthers are going to get the ball at the 20-yard line. A little bit of plinko there. That, yeah, that's well, like what Those purple jerseys that were near that, get away from that ball. That thing was, yeah. I mean, it's cold down there, so that ball is just a rock. The one thing I noticed was Santos was right there. I was like, get out of the yeah. way. Yeah, <laughs> right. So you you had about two or three pick central guys surrounding the ball, swatting it around uh, like it was uh, a, a, a bar of soap. And then uh, one elder guy kind of in the mix. And, you know, elder lucked out because they could have had the ball right there in the one. And then, again, the risk and reward, it's, it's okay. The defense bails them out. Now elder gets the ball back. Ben, but don't break again. This is it. This is good. It's going to be the end of the quarter soon. 20 seconds remaining, a first and 10 for the the Panthers. Luby keeps it across the 20 and he's out to the 23-yard line. That'll probably be the last play of the first quarter. A great first quarter for the Panthers. Up 7-0. The defense holds a couple of times and a couple of penalties, but that uh, did the trick. We're down to five seconds and now that should do it for the end of the first quarter. So, the end of the first quarter at Tom Benson Stadium in Canton, Ohio. It's Elders 7 and Pick Central nothing. We'll take a timeout on the Press Sports Radio Network. I'm Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. And while I'm proud to provide orthopedic sports medicine care to the Elder Panther athletes, I want to remind all our listeners that Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine is available for youth and recreational athletes as well. If you or your loved one has an injury that's affecting your active lifestyle, we can help you get back in the game. We are conveniently located at 6045 Bridgetown Road, 347 9999 and on the web at mercy.com. With the Sacred Heart Radio app on your phone, Sacred Heart Radio goes wherever you go. For Android devices, search the Google Play Store for Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Install. For iPhone, go to the App Store and search Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Get. And then you've got Sacred Heart Radio everywhere. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth here at Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. Tom Benson uh, Stadium. Well, we have 25% of the game complete. The Elder Panthers have the lead, 7 to nothing. Now, you know, when you play in a game like this, Rob, you know, you get the lead, you're you're in a situation where, you know, you got to just make sure you hold the other team, right? Yeah, I mean, we're playing football now, Len, right? I mean, you come out of the game and you have the uh, um, the pregame warm-ups and the coin toss and you look at the crowd and you're in the, I mean, we're in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Like, no other state championship, out, you know, outside of Ohio can say that. I mean, this is really special. So that kind of leaves you now. You've been you've been popped in the mouth once. Uh, you know, you've been hit and, and now you're just playing football. Now it's just another football game. Now it's, you know, you know, you're back practicing at, at Dunham or at the pit or wherever it may be, and, and, and now you're just rolling. 
Just some uh, numbers in the first quarter. Uh, Crenshaw was 4 of 5 for 51 yards. Uh, Luby uh, for, for Elder, 1 of 1 with 8 yards. But uh, he on the ground, 3 carries, 48 yards, including that touchdown. Two wide receivers for Elder going from right to left here in the second quarter. Just underway. Waiting for TV to uh, get back on here. So we'll see if Elder can continue to get those four- and five-yard chunks off the run. Second and seven for the Panthers at the 23-yard line. Two wide to the right, one to the left side. Luby rolls to his right, looking to throw, but decides to run it across the 25 to the 26-yard line. A gain of three. It'll be third down and four coming up for the Panthers. That was a really smart play out of Luby. He had two guys out in the route uh, and really nowhere to go with the ball. So so just tuck it and, and got what he could and puts Elder in a third and manageable here. Third and four from the 26-yard line, 11-38 remaining. Len Harvey along with Phil Bengal. We have Rob Florian also in the booth tonight. Special occasion calls for some special people, I guess, right? Is that how that works out? That's right, special guest. Third and four from the 26-yard line. Two wide receivers off to the right side. Now three to the left, so a bunch. Five wide receivers for the Panthers. Luby, shotgun formation. Sabato goes in motion. Now looking, looking to roll. Is uh, Luby's going to be sacked back at the 13-yard line. A big sack for number 20, and that was DeWitt Malaise. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, Peyton, or, or Peyton, Drew Ramsey came open there, but Luby got a little pressure in the face, and what happens with the guys that aren't 6'4", when you get pressure in your face as a quarterback, you have to back up and you have to bail out. Unfortunately, the pressure was too much in the face, and, and he couldn't see Drew opening up across the middle. Now, Thayman is back in the Pro Football Hall of Fame end zone. Fourth and 16 for the Panthers at the 14. Thayman rolling, now going to kick it left-footed, and it's going to bounce at about the 44-yard line, and it's really not a bad kick. It's going to no return, but it's at the Elder 48-yard line. So Pick Central will start the drive into Elder territory, but it could have been a lot worse. Could have been a lot worse. Unfortunately, with Elder's uh, bend but don't break defense, Pick Central keeps getting the ball to midfield, and you can't bend bend much. I do have to say, Len, I'm a humbled and honored guest to be here with oh. you guys tonight. You guys have been very welcoming, so well, thank you. You are quite welcome. And, uh, Phil, you know, we, we always like to have that third third man in the booth, right? Well, absolutely, <laughs> especially one that's been out on this field twice and kind of knows exactly how it feels. First and 10 at the 47 for Pick Central. Crenshaw rolling to his right, looking to throw, and it does complete. And across the 35 to the 30, and he's out to the 25 before he's finally taken down and that was uh, Garner Wallace on the catch for Pick Central so a first down for Pick Central into Elder Territory and and a good game I mean that's a classic in route there Uh, and you can see where they want to run but um, Pick Central quarterback is very capable Um, and you know that's just pretty easy pitch and catch there they'll mark it at the 25 yard line a first and 10 at the 25 for Pick Central 7-0 Elder Panthers 10 minutes to go before halftime, one wide to the left, two to the right side. Crenshaw under center. They go in motion this time to the left, and now a wide receiver to the left. Looking, rolling left. And now Crenshaw's going to run it, 25 to the 20, and he steps out of bounds at about the 16-yard line. Well, actually, they're going to mark him right at the 18-yard line where he stepped out of bounds. That's a really good coverage over there by Bartley Thomas. He, he got up on his guy and pressed him so that they couldn't throw that quick rollout, but then Paul Moore wasn't able to kind of set that edge, and that's where Crenshaw rolled out. They'll set up a second and four right around the 19-yard line. 9.45 to go here in this second quarter. Under center, Crenshaw this time. 
And Crenshaw gives the left side to Styles inside the 15 to the 10 to the 5. Touchdown! 19 yards on that. It's actually Nick Mosley on the touchdown for Pick Central. It's 7-6, to six, penning this extra point. Well, that was a pretty stout run there, and Phil, we've been talking about how you, you sense that they were about to rip one off, right? And that, that's exactly what happened there. Yeah, Elder kept getting in the right spots, spilling the right guys, having guys kind of come into them, but there, Pick Central gets a hat on a hat, and I mean, that's the best thing you can possibly see as a runner. As soon as that lane opens up, and you know you just got one safety to beat, and that's exactly what happened. So, looking to tie it up here with the kick. Bookman will add the extra point, but the right foot is up. And this one is good. So we've got 9.40 to go in the second quarter. We're all tied up here at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision. And your first correct decision is contacting Coldwell Banker West Shell. With outstanding agents and top-of-the-line marketing, Coldwell Banker West Shell has the tools to provide you with expert service. The professionals at Coldwell Banker West Shell will develop an effective plan to market and sell your home or assist you in acquiring your dream home. Coldwell Banker West Shell, 922-9400, on the web at cbws.com. Put your money where your heart is. Do business with someone who shares your faith and values. From Sacred Heart Radio's Angels List of Underwriters. And don't forget to tell them where you found out about them. Go to sacredheartradio.com and click Angels List. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita Broadcast booth. Len Harvey, Phil Bengal, and Rob Florian joining you tonight. Uh, we are at Canton, Ohio, the Hall of Fame at Tom Benson Stadium. It is 7-7. Elder scored on a 33-yard touchdown run by Matthew Luby. And it was Mosley on a 19-yard touchdown for Pick Central. And we are tied at 7. And Pick Central getting ready to kick this one off. So, you know, the defense held a couple of times, but you can only do so much. Yeah, and, and you got to put that a little bit on the offense. Offense had a quick series there. And, man, it really feels like Elder's defense has been out on the field uh, per, for pretty much the whole game outside of uh, Elder's first drive. So you hope this drive that Elder can sustain something to get that defense a little bit of a breather. Right, and Elder will get the ball first in the second half, but we got 9.40 left in this second quarter. And from left to right, Pick Central will kick this one off. Booker will kick it off. He's at the 40, and he kicks it pretty well. It's going to go into the end zone, and Dieters will just take it in the end zone. So the Panthers will get the football at the 20-yard line, tied at 7. So far, uh, it has been a pretty uh, entertaining game as a touchdown runs. As I mentioned, Luby 33 yards, and it was uh, Mosley with a 19-yard touchdown run. So far, Luby's got five carries for 39 yards. Mosley, three for 18 for pick central. And Crenshaw's five of six, 73 yards, where Matthew Luby just one of one. So not many pass attempts so far for the Panthers. No, they've been, and, and you can't blame them because they were getting four, five, six yards a chunk um, as they were running the ball uh, on that first drive. So so maybe they start uh, mixing up here a little bit here. You can see Pick Central already all up at the line of scrimmage right now. Royer to the right side. They've got one to the left side. Shotgun formation. And Larkin goes in motion to the right. Now to give up the middle, it's Cooper Johnson, I believe. And Cooper gets across the 20 to the 23-yard line on that carry of three yards for the Panthers. Yeah, you can sense Pick Central's defense is getting closer and closer to the line of scrimmage. This is where you might be able to get them with a play action um, or, or just trying to loosen them up a little bit. Second and seven for the Panthers. They spotted at their own. 23-yard line, 9.15 remaining here in quarter number two. The Panthers tied at seven with Pick Central. 
Two wide receivers to the right, Ramsey and Royer. We haven't heard Royer's name too much so far. One wide to the le- to the left side. Now shotgun Luby looking to the right, looking, looking, still looking, and it is incomplete intended for Ramsey at the 28-yard line. Yeah, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to open up third a little bit. They're just a little out of sync yeah. um, so far in the passing game. And that's happened those past few games. I mean, you know, you, you were there against Cole Rain when, when Elder had those same problems. It happened in Springfield. It's like they got a good drive, and then all of a sudden it kind of sputtered out. And you were right on the time of possession. Pickering Central held that ball in the first quarter, 8 minutes and 13 seconds. Wow. And it's 8.55 left here in quarter number two. Third, three wide receivers to the left. Now it's going to be two to the uh, left side and now two to the right. Shotgun for Luby. Luby steps back at his 15, throws it down the field. It's complete at the 38-yard line. And it's Drew Ramsey on the catch to the 38 and a first down for the Panthers. There it is. I mean, sometimes when you're out of sync at the passing game, you just got to grind it out and, and make a play. And that's exactly – Luby was a little bit off balance there. Um, but that, that was a flag route. Uh, to the corner, and he got pretty good separation there. So, so hopefully that gets something going now. Now they're at their midfield. Now they can get the momentum going a little bit. Yeah, a little bit better at the 39-yard line. They'll set up a first and ten with 8:35 remaining here in quarter number two. Seven-seven is the score here in the state championship game. Three wide receivers to the left, one to the right side. Shotgun for Luby back at his 34. Now going to run it across the 40. He's got a little room to the 45, to the 48-yard line, a gain of nine on on first down. I think it's going to come back, I think, for the Panthers. Yeah, we got. A, I think we got something. They're going to call holding on, on Carter Smith. His guy was down on the field, well behind the play. That's unfortunate because that's what you want. When you make one big pass like that, all of a sudden the defense starts to soften. You can see him softening, and it was ripe for a draw. Uh, yeah, you just got to – I mean, you shake your head at it because it's another one of those, you know, it, it, it flag was a little late to come out. Luby's down the field, almost put, about ready to move the sticks. And then all of a sudden a flag comes in. Carter Smith kind of looking at even the defensive guy. I mean, they were so unaffected by the play. But you know what? That's how it goes. We roll to the next one. It's just unfortunate when you get those. Doug Ramsey's still giving the ref a little uh, <laughs> a mouthful down there. <laughs> First and 24 at the 25. Now the Panthers rolling as Luby throwing. It is incomplete. Almost intercepted. It is over the, over the head of uh, Ramsey. But uh, luckily, that was not picked off. I mean, that was setting up pretty well. It's just that they're they're really quick on that on that front line, and uh, there they were giving them a little chip and setting a screen underneath. But but the defense is just too quick. Gets in uh, uh, Matthew Luby's face and just a little high on it. Yeah, and as an, as an offensive lineman, I mean, you know, Coach Coach Good and Coach James yelling out to you. It's like you still got to get a piece of the guy. Yes. you just can't let him go. It's not an Olay. You still got to bu- you got to hit him a little bit, then release. There it was a little too much Olay. Second and twenty-four from the twenty-five. Seven fifty-nine remaining here in the second quarter. Luby rolling to his right, and we got another flag and yeah, a false on, start. That was on the receiver up yeah. top. Which, which is really inexcusable. I mean, those guys should be watching the ball. So you feel things kind of unraveling a little bit. This is where you're hoping senior leadership takes over and, and kind of refocuses and say, hey, I, I know we're in, we're in second in eternity here, but, um, you know, you got to pull something together and get yourself into third and manageable. You think about it, they had a nine-yard gain that was called back, oh. right? And now we've moved all the way back to their own 20. Right. It is a second and... 29, I guess. They didn't put it up on the scoreboard yet at the 20-yard 20, 20 line. It's still calibrating. Yeah. 
It's 1.21 gigawatts, apparently. <laughs> so it's 7.59 to go here in quarter number two, tied at seven. Royer off to the right side with a second and 29 at the 20-yard line. Still have not updated the scoreboard. Three wide left. You, you do want to be smart with the ball here, Len. This is, you can't get careless. Um, you know, a punt's not a terrible thing, but an interception would be. Setting up Luby, shotgun formation at the 15. Now looks, and he's going to be sacked back at the 14-yard line. So you, can't, you can't run that draw, Len, right there. You can't do that. Once you've already had those guys got their ears pinned back on that screen, there comes another one. They smell blood on, on second and eternity. I mean, that, that's a that's a tough one. You're asking the line and Luby to do a whole lot right there. They get, yeah, this is a tough. This is a tough play call here on, on third and forever. What do you What do you do? Do you try to get a big chunk, or do you try to just swallow your pride and get yourself where you where you can get a good punt? I, yeah. I'd imagine it's something pretty conservative here. Yeah, it's third and thirty three, back at the sixteen. Seven twenty to go. Third, second quarter. Two wide to the right. Make that three to the right side. One to the left. Luby is going to give it to Catania across the twenty and twenty five, and he's still moving with the football. Gets to the twenty seven yard line. So he got back eleven of those yards and. As you mentioned, it'll be a manageable punt here. Yeah, they, it, it was kind of stop the bleeding uh, and live to see another day, which is what they're doing. Hopefully they can flip the field. I will say, although the offense was driving the wrong direction, it did give the defense a little bit of a breather, so there's a little bit of silver lining there. A little bit. 6.51 left here in the second quarter, and Dieters will be back at his 12-yard line. He's rolling to the right, going to kick it to the right, and now come across. It bounces at the 40, takes an elder bounce to the 35, and fielded at the 30. And it's Crenshaw across the 35-yard line. So, Pick Central will have the football at the 35-yard line with a tie game. Great tackle by David Larkin down the field. If you remember last game, he had a huge strip on one of the punts against Springfield right in front of Elder's bench. He just went down and ripped out to David Larkin's again. Good coverage. So now, you know, Coach Curran in the defense, they got some time, like you said, Rob, to sit down, catch their breath, and talk. So let's see what they bring. First and 10 at the 35-yard line. Crenshaw under center with 6.31 left in the second quarter. Tied at 7. Crenshaw going to give to the right side, actually to Mosley to the left. And at the 35-yard line, he is taken down. So no gain on the play. Colton Sandis and Richardson on the tackle. Mosley's a he, he's a hoss there. I mean, that's a he, he's a bruiser to take down. He, he's a runner that you kind of get sick of tackling. So we'll have to see how Elder's defense, especially if they keep getting the second level and the DBs have to keep coming up and making those plays. We'll see how long they can they can do it for. Second and ten for Pick Central at the 35 with 5:58 and counting. Left at the second, one wide left, three to the right. Shotgun Crenshaw, the fake, and looks to throw down the field. It is complete to midfield at the 49-yard line. Number 21, Justin Canini on the reception right at midfield. And the Elder's got to get lined up. This is what they talked about. And a quick to the huddle under center. Crenshaw will do it. And he gives up the middle. It's Mosley, and uh, he's uh, at the 50-yard line. Not much doing. Actually, that was... Uh, that was Lorenzo Styles on the carry. You're right, Phil. They do have to hurry up and get to the line. Uh, the challenge, what Pick Central does uh, well, is that when you have so many formations to prepare for, it's hard to get your kids prepared in one week to line up in the right spot. Yeah, and Brady Buller and Nicholas Seeger with that tackle there. Yeah, that was a, that was a, that was a great play on the, the the offensive line. Didn't get any push at all on that one. Five and a half left here in the second quarter. Two wide to the left side for Pick Central. Second and nine at the Elder 49. Shotgun, a little movement on the right side of the line. They're going to get Pick Central for moving. 
And this will go back five yards. A lot of penalties here in the first half. So the first quarter was crisp, and this is getting a little sloppy in the second quarter on, on both sides. As they move it back with 5-19. Tonight's game brought to you by Shore Optical. Dr. Ken Shore of Shore Optical can make your world look a whole lot more in focus. Good eyesight is the key to success in school, work, or sports. If you think your vision's not what it should be, then let 1979 elder grad Dr. Ken Shore give you a complete eye examination at Shore Optical at 451-0010. remaining in the second quarter. Second and 14 for Pick Central at the 46. And now Crenshaw gives it, and it's a Styles again. Nothing doing to the 47. Brady Bullard and also Tucker, I think, on the tackle, Phil. Yeah, Brady Bullard, nice job. He's doing some uh, quick reads down the line. They love the pool guys. Uh, talking to Coach Kern this week, they pull your normal tackle and guard. They'll pull their center. Uh, so if you can follow that guy as a defensive guy down the line, you're going to make a great play uh, on some of those. So. Good job by Buller. And how important is this? Get off the field. Get the ball to your offense because Elder's going to get the ball to start the second half. Styles and Wallace off to the left side for Pick Central. They go in motion. Shotgun for Crenshaw. Crenshaw rolls to his left on this third and 13. And look, he's got company, and it's going to throw it out of bounds. Great defense by the Panthers. Connor Keyes and company uh, in the face uh, along Nicholas, with Tanner Purdue. I say Nicholas Seeger providing a backside push so Crenshaw couldn't come back. Tanner P- Purdue pursuing him in, the, in his face. So they're going to get the punt it. Elder's going to get the football. 412 to go. Plenty of time. All their timeouts. So, I mean, hopefully Elder can put together an end-of-the-quarter drive here. Thayman back at his 10-yard line. And Bookman will be back at his 32 to pump this one away on a fourth down and 13 at the 47 for Pick Central. The snap, and Bullard Bookman's going to kick this one. And it's going to be a fair catch call for at the 18-yard line. Actually, around the 19-yard line, Tommy Thayman and the Panthers will have it there. This is going to be important to get a big drive because you've got 4.05 to go. You don't want to give Pick Central the ball back. Absolutely. And, and our buddy Tom Kennedy in the pregame show, he talks about those hidden yards, right? And for both teams, so Pick Central just got into a third and 12 there and couldn't, couldn't convert. Both offenses, what's been stopping them is themselves thus far. So that's the focus right now if you're elder is, is – uh, the focus is the focus now, right? I mean, they have to really hone in on what they're doing. No false starts, none of those kind of things where they can keep in the flow of the game where they're second and seven, third and two, and they don't get that, that second and 14. 4.05 remaining here in the second quarter. Tied at seven. It's a first and ten for the Panthers at the 19, going from right to left. One wide receiver to the right, two to the left side. Shotgun for Luby. Now the give to Cooper Johnson across the 20. He's to the 25 and out to the 26-yard line, a gain of seven. So that's a big gain on first down for the Panthers they've been looking for. Yeah, that's a that's a good pickup of the blitz there. They, they Pick Central actually blitzed right where Elder was running. They picked it up, and it actually opened up a hole for them. You and I were talking about it in the pregame about, you know, center's got to be one of the hardest spots on the oh, line because they're trying to snap the ball, and that was exactly it. Mason Berger, he's got the, he knows the guy's coming, but to contain that, have that poise to not quick snap and not get off, I mean, it was a great job. They set up two wide receivers to the right, two to the left, and a second and four from the 25. Luby now gives and throws it off to the left side to Ramsey across the 30. And he's out to the 34-yard line before he's taken out of bounds, but a first down for the Panthers. There it is, Len. We talked about second and four, right? Second and four, you got your whole playbook. So really, what's been the key to this first quarter and a half here is winning first down. When the offense wins first down, they have the whole playbook. That next play has been really successful. 
First and ten for the Panthers at the 33-yard line. We are tied at seven with 322 left here in quarter number two. One wide receiver to the right. And now Cooper Johnson goes in motion. He lines up to the right side of Luby. Luby back at his 28 shotgun. Now rolling to his right. Looking, looking down the field. Throws Royers open and complete at the 46 of Pitt Central. And a first down as Joe Royer, everybody was looking for He was that, wide open. That is the elder classic. We called it mesh. We called it noon. It's a smash route where the tight end runs a flag route to the corner, and there's somebody underneath to take the corner. Elder's been running that play for, I don't know, 30 years. Uh, the whole Seems to work. And, and yeah, the old spider two wide banana that John Gruden talks about, that, that's a great play. And Joe Royer, his first catch, we hadn't called his name. And right there, a first and ten for the Panthers at the 46 of Pick Central. Two wide to the right. Now they go one to the left side. And now it's Luby with the, with the give. He's going to keep it across the 40. He's at the 35 to the 33-yard line. A big gain of 13 for Matthew Luby and another first down for the Panthers. The, the first down victories continue, right? Anytime they're doing good on first down, man, you, you're seeing those chains move. Here, Phil, you're like this one, too. On the on the Y out, we used to call it Yogi. Why yeah, oh, out? I remember hearing or, that in the huddle or, or all the time. education, Y out, Yogi. Yeah, I'd hear that all the time. I'm just like, what the, I don't know what that means. That I'll, was it. And Luke Kander had a great block on that last one, too, rolling out, protecting Luby. And he can get there in a hurry. That's why he's going to Louisville next year. First and 10 at the 33 for the Panthers. Two wide to the right, one to the left. Luby shotgun rolls to his right. The throw is complete to Ramsey at the 35 to the 30. And he's out to the 27-yard line, a gain of six for the Panthers on that screen in the backfield. Still plenty of time here. We're, you know, two and a half minutes here. It's still plenty of time to just go about this in, in your normal flow of offense, and they're feeling the rhythm, their little run, little pass. But actually, this this drive here has been opened up by a lot of pass. It has, and that's the first time we've seen the pass much in, in this uh, in this game. And big news here, if they, they can cut this down to, you know, a minute or so on the clock, they get the ball first in the second half, they can score here. Uh, this is going to be big. A second and five at the 28. Two wide receivers to the left side. Shotgun for Luby. Now he steps back, and he's going to run it across the 30, 25, and he's out to the 21-yard line, a gain of seven for Luby, and again, another first down. Winning first down, right? And this is where uh, Bill Belichick, for the Patriots, he says a score before the half counts as double because then you get that momentum as well, and you might get the ball coming out of the half as well. Well, how about Luke Kander on that one? Pulls from his left guard position, gets right off of Mason Berger, and then Luby follows him. I mean, that's, that's 320 pounds right there leading you. First and 10 at the 22 of Pick Central. Two wide to the left side. Shotgun Luby back at his 27. Now rolls to the left side. Throws. It is, let's see, did he get it? It's uh, Ramsey at the 17. I say it was complete, but guess what? We got replay this week. That's so if right. they want to replay that one and see if it was a catch, they might call it down, so we'll have to wait and see. We got a monitor right here, and it looks like he caught it. That is a, that is a a nice catch by Ramsey. It looked like from from up yeah, here. We're up. Yeah. We're up in uh, in uh, no man's land up here in the press we're box. We're pretty much yeah. in Akron right yeah, now. Yeah, we are. I think so. Uh, first, it's a second and six at the 18 with a minute eight to go. Three wide to the right, one to the left side. Luby looking right now, looking left. The blitz comes. The throw. It's complete to Larkin at the 15, and he gets to the 11-yard line. A gain of seven. Another first down with 55 seconds remaining. So Coach Ramsey is feeling it right now because he is making all the right calls at all the right times, and I think what's really helped him is is just 
having that again, they were second and five, and second and five is your whole playbook. So that time they ran a draw that normally, you, you, or uh, sorry, a screen pass that normally you save for third and 14 and just odd times when you think they're going to blitz. That time he pulls it on a second and five. That's, that's really unheard of, and it catches Pick Central off guard. Yeah, seven plays and 63 yards on this current drive. It started at the Elder 19-yard line. And this uh, this drive continues, and with only uh, 55 seconds remaining, they're tending to uh, a pick central player down around the 11-yard line. And it looks like he's getting up okay. So that was uh, Dom DeMasco, Marasco rather, who'll uh, go off on his own power, so that's good news. Yeah, let's see what Elder does here. You have... You know, your first down, it looks like you could still pick up a first down at the one. Um, but here's the thing. I, I'm trying to guess, you know, what's Coach Ramsey going to do here? And I have no idea, and that's exactly what you want the defense thinking as well. I think Royer left corner of the end zone is what I would call, but that's I love, what, I'm not a good offensive coordinator. I love, so but he's not even on the left side, so that's not going to They're gonna, spreading yeah, it out Yeah, now. they've got two wide to the right. Royer's on the right side, and now looking left, and now running it is Luby. He's going to run it across to the 10. He gets to about the 8-yard line. Let's see if he step out before that they're going to say he did at the 11 yard line so no gain on the play well I, you know if there's a, if, if we could guess we're, it's probably going to stay in number seven's hands right um so that time they spread it out and tried to get a running lane for luby which they, they may end up going back to the other thing is they're getting man now that you get in the red zone now's when you get man defense and this is where if you have a player like warrior who can win a, a one-on-one matchup maybe you look to go to a, to a, a man beater so to speak he was close on that one was stepping out of bounds so close that spectrum won't show the replay uh, second and 10 at the 11 two wide receivers to the right side sabato they go larkin in motion and now we get a let's see do we get a timeout here by pick central so coming out in that formation royer was getting one-on-one and the defender was in his grill where where he could run a fly route or something like that they may you know royer's going to go back to the huddle and say i got man they, they might toss him one where he can go get it now both teams still have two timeouts left. And with 43 seconds, a tie game. But you got to get at least three here before the half. The other reason I like throwing it to a one-on-one matchup right now is you do have 43 seconds. So it is plenty of time. You have two timeouts. But you, you have to be a little bit cautious about the clock right now. Absolutely. Len Harvey along with Phil Bengal. We've got Rob Florian, former uh, championship quarterback uh, of Elder, has been on this field before. Although, I don't know if you had this nice turf that they've got now. We didn't. We no. were on ice skates. <laughs> yeah. It was the old AstroTurf. It was the old AstroTurf, and that is an extremely vivid memory. It wasn't the touchdowns. It was the Zamboni going across the field, clearing off the yard lines. Now, they used that for hockey, but uh, yeah, apparently they, I, they had to use it. Either. I think they brought it from yeah. the Columbus yeah. NHL team right out onto the stadium. Yeah, it's up second and 10 for the Panthers at the 11-yard line. After the timeout with 43 seconds remaining here in quarter number two, Royer's going to line up wide to the right side. They've got Postal and Ramsey to the right, so three wide receivers off to the right. Shotgun for Luby back at his 15. Now he's going to run it across the 10. He's to the 5 and out of bounds right around the 4-yard line. Tackle on the play by number two, Siron Smith. So Elder set up like they were gonna, like they were gonna throw it, and uh, that's a classic draw. And caught Pick Central off balance a little bit there, um, where Luby could pick up a few. So now it's now it's really interesting. So we're third and five, almost at the one. 
you got to think Elder's going to go two plays here to, to try to get a touchdown, um, although their defense is playing well. So that, that dictates this play call here is if you if you decide right now you're going to go for it on fourth down, you call something different. If you feel like you're going to kick, um, you know, we'll see what he does here. Getting points is important. I don't know. the uh, this, this could be something where you try it. A pass if it doesn't doesn't you know then you kick the field goal right or, or you catch them off guard and they're thinking you're going to pass and maybe you run a draw again yeah. again this is what makes elders offense so dangerous is we're up here in the box saying man they could do so much right and that and that's the same thing the defense is thinking right now do you go to Royer in a one-on-one matchup do you run a draw do you pound it by, behind the horses on the offensive line they're, they're just so, they have so many facets to their offense you know we got Phil I just gonna say real quick as we got this time this break here this time out we also got an injured picketing central player so it's going to be a little bit longer but we just want to say thanks to all the people listening to us out there on the eh sports app you know we got at least right now we got over uh, you know over a thousand different streams listening including uh, you know all throughout the 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 contiguous states as well as i know we at least got one person tuned in from Prague tonight wow. so i mean we got people all over the place too many to name people in backyards and shiviots around fire pits i mean it, it's just fantastic and, and this week i was listening back to some of the 0203 game on the radio and i remember uh, you know, Rob, you're talking about the field being ice right before the the first touchdown, the 11 yard touchdown run you had. Uh, Brian Crowley tried to throw a pass out to the left side of the end zone, and Andy Mack just said there was he didn't even have a chance to dive for the ball because it was so slippery. I mean, there was no way you could even push off out there. So I mean, you were correct. I mean, they they were saying it that night. So thanks for listening, uh, and, and hopefully. We can bring home a winner here. And did it to that. And I want to say thanks to John Kirtley, who filled in last week uh, for me, letting me uh, spend some Thanksgiving with my family. So that thanks to him as well. Third down and four at the five-yard line. One wide receiver make that two to the right. One to the left in Postal on the third down and four. They can get a first down at the one. It's Luby back to pass, looking to throw in the corner of the end zone. It is incomplete. Intended for Royer, but it was knocked away. At the last second by A.J. Sanders. So they went back to that Y out. The, the, what Pick Central did there, they changed it up and went to a zone. Um, and that made it really hard for, for uh, Royer to get some separation there. And looking from, from, you know, from my vantage point up here, actually, really, when he went to make his break, you know, if that's one of those things, I'm sure they'll talk about it ahead of time. But if he does a quick actual maybe a stop and just turns inside like posting up, he would have had a touchdown right on the S and Tom Benson. I mean, it, they were breaking. They were expecting that, that out route. They, they sure were. They've been beating it by it earlier in the game, and they probably knew Elder was going back to it. 22-yard attempt for Harmeyer on the left hash. And now the kick is up at the right foot, and this one is no good. So with 23 seconds left in quarter number two, we are still tied at seven. We'll take a quick timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Skyline Chili before or after a game is a tradition that spans generations. And Skyline Chili, like Elder, has its roots in Price Hill. The Lambrinides family carries on this tradition with Skyline Chili restaurants in Delhi, Harrison Avenue in Dent, and Glenway Avenue. So put on your purple and enjoy that delicious Skyline Chili. It's always Skyline time. Together, at last, it's Skyline time. And we're back to live action. A fourth that's setting up a first and ten for Pick Central. It's going to be Crenshaw across the 20 to the 25-yard line with 19 seconds remaining. And the clock continues to run here in the second quarter. But the missed field goal 
Uh, Elder still gets the ball first in the second half. And Tanner Purdue gets a stop here and pick central. So no hurry to run a play. They're not going to use their timeout. We're going to go into the half tied. The reason that's disappointing is when you have two evenly matched teams, you have to take advantage of every opportunity. Well, we have uh, half of the game complete here at Hall of Fame at uh, Canton, Ohio, at Tom Benson Stadium. It's the Elder Panthers 7, Pick Central Tigers 7. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network is a proud sponsor of Elder High School Football. The professionalism, integrity, and work ethic of Hoding agents reflect the values of the elder community they serve. Whether you're selling your home or property or finding a new one, you can expect Hoding agents to go the extra yard to meet and exceed your needs. Hoding Realtors is proud to be a part of the great heritage of Western Cincinnati, where they've chosen to raise their families and serve their community for the past 25 years. Hoding Realtors, 451-4800, or on the web at Hoding.com. Do you have- have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428 and brozartpharmacy.com. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schuster Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schuster, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Elder fans, Paul Cluxton here with Kelsey Chevrolet, your Westside full-service Chevy dealership and proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. Sales, service, parts, and body shop, we can handle all your automotive needs. Thank you, Elder Nation, for making Kelsey Chevrolet Greater Cincinnati's fastest-growing franchise dealer, all because of your family believing in ours. Find new roads at KelseyChev.com. We are Kelsey Chevrolet, from our family to yours. I'm Father Tom McCarthy of St. Anne's Parish in Cincinnati. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. It's time for the Coldwell Banker West Shell Realty Halftime Report. Now, let's go back and break down all the first-half action and get you updated on other scores in the area. Once again, here's Steve Bengal, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengal. And we are back at Canton, Ohio at the Pro Football Hall of Fame where it is tied 7-7 looking at uh, uh, how many times this year Elder has been tied at the half and one. It's happened twice. Uh, the St. X game, they were tied 7-7. And, uh, of course, last week they were tied 14-14, and they won both of those. And looking at in state title games, and uh, they were tied at half in 2003 against St. Edwards and uh, turned that into a big win of 31-7. So uh, a tie is better than losing because uh, going into the halftime with a losing score, they're not as equally as well. But, guys, uh, very, uh, I'm very liking what I'm seeing with the Elder Panthers. They're missing on a few 
uh, timing things and, and getting things into the end zone uh, at the end there. Uh, but uh, I'm, I'm liking basically both on the defensive and offensively defensive sides. Offensively, they had the one or two series in the second quarter where they just couldn't get any traction and uh, field position and, uh, um, you know, uh, you know the, the refs were Johnny on the spot on some calls uh, and, and uh, missing an action on others that should have been called. But, um, you know, you gotta you got to play, you know, what you're given. And, and uh, the elder offense was just having a little, little bit of trouble. Uh, you, know, was, you know, Matthew Luby's only uh, thrown for 64 yards. Um, uh, and rushed for another 60. So, um, you know, for anybody else, that's 124 yards offense. That's that's good. For Matthew Luby, he, 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 you expect a whole lot more at production out of him. And we saw it on two drives, the opening drive of the half and the, the final drive of the half. Unfortunately, they didn't get points on the last one, but the offense was looking good on both ends. Defense is playing lights out except for the one series uh, with uh, Pickering and Central. You know, guys, pretty much evenly balanced teams, uh, Pickering and Central and Elder. And when you say that, uh, you just hate to miss the opportunities. And one of my keys in the game for the Elder Panthers in the pregame was the need to finish drives. And I'm looking at the first half stats. Elder is uh, zero for two on red zone uh, opportunities. So you hope that, you know, uh, that doesn't uh, come back to bite you. But for the most part, uh, I think it was a well-played half. Uh, uh Elder came out and, and got the early lead, and uh, starting fast was important, and, and I, th- I think that uh, it helped with the nerves. Settle the nerves down for the Panthers, and then, Steve, you're absolutely right, uh, lights out uh, on defense, uh, except for the one one play. But Pickering and Central, very quick and very big on the, on the defensive line. They're very quick, and uh, a couple times uh, Matthew Luby was rushed, and uh, I'm sure they're going to be correcting a lot of that in the halftime huddle. Well, as we said, it's halftime here in Canton, Ohio. It's the state championship game. There's no tomorrow, and I know uh, Doug and, and the staff are in there right now working on the plan for the second half. I, once again, I think they are very happy with uh, the performance of the defense, and I know we looked at the time of possession at one point. Uh, things were kind of going back and forth, but it's pretty well even at about 12 minutes uh, per per side. So uh, that, that you know, the defense was being overused uh, early on, but uh, they had a nice rest there with that long drive towards the end. Uh, guys, uh, I, I think that uh, Matthew Luby is, still is the, 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 the weapon. Uh, he's... You know, if his touchdown showed that, you know, and you knew they were going to be keying on him, but he was even able to score even on, with that. He was. And Phil made a good point uh, during the game, first half. Uh, a lot of sometimes the, the elder offense seems a little, a little bit out of sync, especially with the passing. Uh, Joe Royer with one reception for 21 yards, and uh, Evan Vollmer one reception for eight yards. Uh, those numbers will grow in the second half. They need they need to uh, diversify more. Uh, Matthew Luby did a great job of the uh, draw play, uh, getting yard, yardage. He was uh, the leading. Uh, excuse me, he was. Let's see, Matthew Luby was the leading rusher, uh, ten carries for sixty yards in the first half. So, uh, this is what it's all about, Mark. This is two well coached teams that are here for a reason. Uh, 
and uh, it's going to go down to the wire. I'm going to point out uh, something. Tom asked me uh, at halftime or uh, during the second quarter. He asked, uh, you know, why why Tommy Thayman uh, punts sometimes and Ben Dieters punts the other time, and uh, basically what that is. Uh, Tommy Thayman is the third-string quarterback, and when he runs as a rugby quarterback, he's looking to throw the ball. So he's got the option to, to let her let it rip. So they, if they bring him out uh, and they have him out come out and punt, and they have uh, Dieters come out and punt, then the other team thinks he's got they got two punters back there. But Tommy Thayman has the green light to to, to, to let it go. So if it's uh, fourth and four late in the game, and, and uh, you know I, I'd look for Tommy Thayman back there throw the ball so that's another special teams wrinkle that, that we could be seeing somewhere down the, down the road you only got uh, 24 minutes of football to play um, they've worked on it maybe we'll see it i like to thank everyone listening back home and, and all over the world uh, we're getting the reports the, the pages that show where everyone's at there all across the europe uh, tonight uh, thank you for getting up very very early over there uh, we have uh, folks listening uh, south korea uh, and japan all over uh, Great Britain area, as well as uh, from California to New York and all points in between. There's thousands on the EHS Sports app, and uh, who knows, on the Sacred Heart Radio app, there's people going either one, and of course, uh, you have three stations back at home. And if you're listening here, we have a low-watt little FM for the folks listening here on 96.9, I think it was, and it's coming in loud and clear in, in this area. So we're going to take our first time out. It's 7-7. Seven seven. It's halftime at the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Division One state championship game right here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct decision is contacting Coldwell Banker West Shell. With outstanding agents and top-of-the-line marketing, Coldwell Banker West Shell has the tools to provide you with expert service. The professionals at Coldwell Banker West Shell will develop an effective plan to market and sell your home or assist you in acquiring your dream home. Coldwell Banker West Shell, 922-9400, on the web at cbws.com. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too, 513-353-2230, or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. Take here for Joseph Toyota Clarence event, $2,500 rebate or 0% on 48-month financing on RAV4. Unheard of, a $1,750 rebate on Highlander. Lifetime powertrain protection when you buy a Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati. JosephToyota.com. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace, and they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. This is Father Rob Jack. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. Sacred Heart Radio. 
the elder marching band outperforming here on the well-manicured uh, grass, uh, which is uh, actually turf, so it's perfectly manicured. And, uh, and, and as we said in the pregame show, folks, if, if you remember anything about uh, coming up in 2002, 2003, or 2008, it is nothing like it at all. The place has been completely blown up and rebuilt. Everything it is from the press box to the stands to the field. It's absolutely stunning up here what they've done to it. So uh, I was kind of picturing in my mind what things are going to be like and greatly, greatly, greatly surprised on, on uh, the improvements they made here. So hats off to them. It doesn't make the, the drive up from southern Ohio any easier, but it's a great a place to go. And as uh, Rob Florian was mentioning, when you get to play at the, the National Football Hall of Fame right next door, you can see it from where we're at. A beautiful setting here. Uh, it, it is an honor for these kids. It really is special. And to give the folks at home a little bit of a kind of uh, the lay of the land uh, Elder's on the home side this time and I th- I know that in 02 and 03 Elder was on the visitor side. Elder has filled up the, the entire stance from the let's say the 10 yard line to the 10 yard line in the lower level and some up on the top level. I would say pick central uh, they pretty much filled up the, the, the center section from the 35 to the 35 and then just a smattering uh, outside to the 20s. Uh, but Elder's well represented, came more, further further than did Pick Central, and it's got a bigger crowd for sure, which is no surprise. The portable pit has shown up. Well, guys, uh, now the important subject is the keys of the second half. You're starting off uh, tied 7-7. It's kind of like we're starting this game all over. Uh, Steve, uh, Elder gets the ball back, and Pick Central is probably talking about what they see and what Elder's doing. Well, I, I think what they need to do, just uh, to, to, to the matter at hand, their, their first thing is to get a stop and uh, try to turn the field, get good field position, and if they can uh, get a stop and, and get a score, get momentum on their side, I, I think it's going to benefit them a whole lot. I look for more balance out of Pickerington Central in the second half. I think that's what they're going to have to do to defeat Elder. And it's kind of odd. I was just looking at the numbers and uh, talking about an equally played game. Elder and, and Pickerington Central have run the ball and passed the ball exactly the same percentage. Uh, they, bo- they both passed the ball 33% of the time and, and uh, 66% of the time they've rushed the ball on both sides of the ball. I think the team that can get that to 50-50, I think, is going to be the team that's going to come out the winner in this game. I look for Crenshaw to try to burn as much clock as he can in the second half, keep Elder's offense off the field, and capitalize on mistakes, field position. As we saw, Elder was unable to capitalize on the, at the end of the, the half, I think that's going to be one of those things that, that uh, you know walks will haunt. You know, that, that, you know, hopefully it won't come down to those three points, but that's going to be a, a big factor in the game. So, first order of business for Pickerington Central: get a stop and get a score. Elder Panther fans, Tom, are probably, as we mentioned, thinking back to 2003, where it was halftime and down, and it, they were tied 7-7 and roared back. And won that game 31 to seven. Of course, uh, with the, the strength of Rob Florian is here and uh, Bradley Gladhar, uh, those guys were there. Uh, this is a different team, and uh, I'm sure they'll take a win any way they can. 
They sure will. And, and I think, uh, you know, the keys for Elder in the second half probably aren't any different than, than what I mentioned in the beginning of the game. <clears throat> Come out fast. Uh, and they did that to, to start the game. Uh, and and to build on what Steve said a bit, but pick central. They probably need to spread it out a little bit more, too. Like I said, uh, Evan Vollmer and, and Joe Rohr, each with one reception, uh, they need to get the ball into their hands, and it might be screen passes or whatever, but they need to get the ball into their hands and then loosen it up. I think Pickerton Central is, is getting closer and closer on defense and putting like almost eight in the box. And uh, what uh, Matthew Luby probably needs to do in the second half is loosen it up a little bit and uh, you know, get, hit some of the receivers so there's not eight in the box, and then that'll then open it up for Matthew Luby. Uh, Joseph Catania and Cooper Johnson to run the ball. Tough uh, missing the field goal at the end there. Sam Harbar has been uh, pretty much uh, money in the bank, but it, it, it's always tough when you're on that left hash mark and having to go over to the right. Yeah. You can see he overcompensated just a little bit. He had plenty of leg strength on it, but yeah. just uh, just chipped it a little wrong there, and I feel bad for him because sure. he's been such a great kicker for the Panthers. It's tough because they're playing at the, the wide hash marks, the, the college and high school hash marks, not the the, the pro, which line up with the, the goalposts. So, you know, he's, he's got, it's got a, a lot wider angle than, you know, if he was uh, the kicker for the Bengals, even though they probably wouldn't even be in that position. So <laughs> that wouldn't be an issue. Well, it's been a great year. Uh, it, you know, this is our last halftime report. Uh, it's been an honor working with you guys all year long, and uh, it's been it's been fun uh, with covering the Panthers, how far they've gone and, and all they've done. And a big thank you to everybody listening at home. We can't thank you enough. It's without you, it's this is all worthless. So uh, it, it's been a long, long run. I, I was sitting there thinking. Uh, you know, back it was a, a blink of the eye uh, when when we did the 2002. You know, it was so magical the first time you yeah. couldn't believe you were here, and that was 16 years ago. And I'm sitting there doing the math. Yeah, 16 years out forward, if I if I'm still doing <laughs> that here, I'm going to be. They're going to be helping yeah. me up now, but uh, it, we'll be using our canes. Yeah, and, and uh, just you know, looking around though, at that point, you still won't be the oldest person here. No, that's true. But you think of all the great the people that uh, would have enjoyed being here, and we all year season long we've called this the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth wherever we've been, and and why do we do that? Because he was such a friend to the elder community as far as raising money, fundraisers, split the pot, and all the rest of that stuff. Uh, but he also was just a great friend to us, and always a smiling face. And there's been so many people over the years that uh, since those years have, have were huge elder fans that we've lost year and year out going to the dad's club and you see the people and all oh, he, he he's gone and so yeah. forth. So uh, you don't take these games for granted, these opportunities for granted. And I hope that these players uh, respect and understand it, and I'm sure they do. This is a huge thing that will be remembered a long, long time, and I know they want to come out here with a win. Absolutely, and you know they're doing elder pr- proud. Uh, you know they're they're well grounded young men. Uh, they, they've come from like I mentioned in the pregame show from all the parishes that feed uh, elder high school. Uh, they they're bred and born into wanting to become a, an elder football player uh, when they're very little. And a lot of these kids were here in 08 uh, and on the sidelines or in the stands, and now they're playing the game that they love so much. And I'm sure that Doug Ramsey and, and, and Craig James and Brett Curran and, and all the coaching staff are talking a little bit about that at halftime tonight, too, to say, uh, let, let's seize the moment. 
Uh, let's not forget who we are. Let's not forget where we came from. And most of all, let's not forget what we're about and who we are. And uh, I think it's well said, Mark, that uh, for this year to have Dominic Bonavita's broadcast booth, it is an honor to be here over the airways. And, and just getting to this point, this team needs to be celebrated. And I think one of the things that Elder doesn't do right, and I, I want to tackle that and address that in the future, is you know they've had championship teams, and they've had teams that, to make the championship games and the Final Fours, and nowhere is that found anywhere. And, and I, I think records of teams that get to this level ought, ought to be, uh, you know, up and in the gym or celebrate at the stadium it. and celebrate it because making the state finals in any sport is a spectacular accomplishment and you know and we're doing it right here we haven't talked much about the 2018 and uh, yeah that, you know that, that's a shame because the 2018 is part of what keeps the program going and uh, you know win or lose this is a fantastic achievement by these kids and uh, I think they should be celebrated and they should be greeted as champions when they turn regardless of the outcome. Well said, Steve, and uh, that's all the time we have here for halftime festivities at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Uh, Coming up right behind us will be Phil Lenny and special guest Rob Florian. And don't forget, we're going to do an extended post-game show like we normally do right here. Uh, We're we're not driving back to La Rosa. I don't think by the time I get there, they'll be serving breakfast. But uh, uh, we'll we'll be doing that. Hopefully, we'll be talking a win, and uh, we'll try to get... uh, uh, some interviews down on the field. Maybe we'll send our Phil Bengal down there again, who uh, is a uh, assistant AD teacher here, and let him uh, talk to all the folks that he knows as well. So stay tuned following the game. We're looking forward to that. So uh, that's all the time we have here. Second half action coming up right after this on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Since 1905, the Red Wing Shoe Company of Red Wing, Minnesota, has produced America's premier comfort work footwear. And Red Wing Shoes of Florence, Kentucky, is a proud sponsor of high school sports in Cincinnati. If you need safety shoes, try the new ultra-lightweight composite toe boots by Red Wing. The same protection as steel without the cold toes. Red Wing Shoes of Florence is on Mall Road and open seven days a week. Comfort, fit, and quality. Red Wing Shoes. Work is our work. Your electric bill these days can be pretty shocking. And trying to fix an electrical problem by yourself can be even more shocking. The way to solve both problems is by calling Cooper Electric. Cooper has been serving greater Cincinnati's electrical needs for over 64 years. They're licensed pros with years of on-the-job experience. Cooper Electric will save you money by wiring or rewiring your home more efficiently and installing devices to conserve electricity. And when you call Cooper Electric, you'll be in for another shock. A real person will answer your call 24-7-365-513-271-5000. When you're in an auto accident and your insurance company insists you take your car to a cheap, no-name facility, do you think they're looking out for you or for them? It is your right to take your car to the place of your choice, so demand Jim Collins Auto Body. Accidents happen, and Jim Collins understands you want your vehicle back to pre-accident condition with no excuses. For over 40 years, Jim Collins' attention to detail, his commitment to quality, and a job that's always guaranteed has given his customers peace of mind. Jim Collins Auto Body, on Glenway Avenue near Best Buy, 922-6336. I want to challenge those Elder Panther fans that have enjoyed the games. Take some of that money that you would spend at a discretionary and pledge it to Sacred Heart Radio. It is such a great blessing to have. We would really appreciate it. Elder fans, to pledge now, visit sacredheartradio.com. 
Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. We've got two quarters complete. Getting ready for quarter number three. It's a tie game at seven. Len Harvey along with Phil Bengal and Rob Florian tonight. We are in Canton, Ohio, the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And Rob, just uh, two quarters remain to a state championship. What, what is Coach uh, talking about in the locker room right now? Well, you know, he's focusing on what they did good and trying to block what they did bad. I think the first half, if you're a fan of boxing, it's body blows, it's jabs, feel each other out. And now it's the second half. This is where you're taking the uppercuts, and any play could absolutely turn this game around. Now the uh, missed field goal to end the first half, but Elder does get the first possession of the second half, which is big. But you, you almost have to really take advantage of that. If you don't, you're looking at a situation where you give the ball right back to Pickerton, and that's going to be tough. Yeah, I mean, this start the second half here, I mean, everything means more, right? Those little inches that we were talking about in the first half, now they're double. The, the hidden yards and the penalties and all those kind of things. Like I said, any, any play can really... Um, you know, this is where you get in the second half, and any play can be on the hype video 10 years later, right? This is where um, big moments happen. And a big, big moment, last thing for you. We'll get into that when we uh, talk a little bit about the game. We get ready for this kickoff, but we'll talk about Rob Florian's big plays uh, in a championship game uh, a, a little while ago, just a few years ago. Yeah, right? a little while ago. And it's big. You know what's fun? Phil's talking about the Elder Nation listening. They did a hype video this week. And, you know, it's fun. You talk to your players, you, your buddies you graduated 15 years ago. I have a, a pregnant wife and a two-year-old daughter watch the hype video. We're ready to strap it up and go play football this week. That's it. It makes you want to play. We set up with uh, Elder would go from right to left in the second half. They'll set up now. With Bookman will we'll kick off for Pickerding Central. And it is a line drive kick taken by Dieters at the 10. He's to the 15. He's going to pick it outside a little bit to the 20 to the 23-yard line before he's taken down, knocked out by by Frazier of Pickerding Central. So, Phil, this, this first uh, possession is going to be big. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be huge. But real quick, I just wanted to say uh, a big shout-out to one of our big listeners, John Cafaro, uh, who, who's listening. I, I know that the entire west side is behind him, you know, with, with his battle with ALS. We're glad that he's listening, and we know that that's an important guy to have listening to us. And that's, that's part of the elder community. It's what makes this so much fun. Absolutely. A sa- first and 10 at the 22-yard line. Here's Luby going to carry it across the 25, and he's out to the 29-yard line. Gets a burst of speed, and he always continues to do that, Rob, and he's got a, a second level. He's got a second level, and, he, and he's quick on the first step, but he, but he had a nice a nice set hole there. That was like uh, Elder getting the police escort this morning. That's what that hole looked like. Yeah, exactly. And a second and three at the 29-yard line. 11-28 remaining here in the third quarter. We are tied at seven here in Canton, Ohio. State championship. One wide receiver to the right, one to the left side. Luby back at his 24-yard line and now going to give it to Catania across the 30, 35. He spins to the 40, just shy, gets to the 39-yard line, but a first down for Joseph Catania. It's funny. They're they're leaving Royer out on an island single coverage, 
and Elder's yet to really take advantage of that. I, I guess they feel like, well, why, why would you when you can get seven yards a pop on the run? I was going to say, do you think they're really just drawing out so maybe that maybe, guy falls asleep? May, may, maybe. Maybe maybe they're going to catch him on a big one later. First and 10 at the 39 for the Panthers here. The right side, it's going to be Luby going to keep it across the 45 to the 49-yard line. The big fake to Cooper Johnson. He got me on that one. Yeah, absolutely. And I hate to keep saying it, but it's win first down. If you win first down, no penalties, uh, and, and both offenses are rolling when they're winning that first down. 10.50 remaining here in the third quarter. The Panthers and Pickerding Central tied at 7 here in the championship game of high school football. Just a half remaining in this game. The last half for us. It's been a, a great run from August all the way to now. Two wide receivers off to the right side. Make that three now with Larkin and Royer to the left by himself. Shotgun with Catania to the right side. And now it's going to give and it's going to be Luby again. Luby at 50 and he's going to be out to about the 45 yard line. A gain of four. But again another fake to Catania. Allowed that to happen. I, I, here's the thing about Luby. He is asked to do so much and, and he's doing it so effortlessly. I mean, you got to think, when you run the ball that much, and then you got to go back to the huddle and call the play, like, it's exhausting. So it's it's really impressive what he's done all season, what he's continuing to do today. 12 carries, 77 yards for Luby, and a touchdown. One wide receiver to the right, now three to the left side. Shotgun formation back at the 50, it's Luby, and he's going to give it to Catania, 40, and he gets to the 37-yard line. A big, another gain and another first down. Catania got a little extra there down to the 37. This is a pretty meat and potatoes drive here to start the second half. It's almost like they went into half and Doug Ramsey said, look, we're going to put hat on a hat and go impose our will. And that's what they're doing. They're getting a great push from the offensive line right now. And if you can keep your offense on the field, you can control that time of possession and not let that, that powerful Pickering Central offense get back out there against Elder's defense. First and 10 at the 37. Two wide left, one wide right. Shotgun Luby now the give to Catania at the 35. And he's going to be take, taken back. And in, they're keeping uh, and keep taking him all the way back to the 50. But they'll get the forward progress to the 35. Man, the entire line. stadium saw a face pass. I saw it from up here and the judge on the side. Wow. 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 That, that deserves the boo. That is just, I mean, hands on a face mask. I mean, this is high school. We're not looking at did he graph, did he not. He got, I mean, I'm sorry. Go back to the play. <laughs> Let it out, Phil. Uh, so you could see the Pick Central defense. Now that the Elders consistently ran the ball, Pick Central is now really condensed, really close to the line of scrimmage. This is hopefully you can get a play action or maybe open up the passing game a little bit. They'll set up with a second and eight at the 35. Eight and a half minutes remaining here in the third. It's Luby rolling to his left, looking, looking still with it at the 40. Throws it down to Ramsey, complete, and out of bounds at the 18-yard line. A great catch by Drew Ramsey and a first down for the Panthers. There it is. That's exactly it. I mean, you run four or five straight runs, and you're getting six, seven yards. Now all of a sudden the defense condenses up, and that gives you more opportunities in the passing game. So Coach Ramsey read that, read exactly what the defense is going to do right there. Good blocking by the offense line, too. Just give Luby just enough time stretch that play. Man, and how much of a benefit has it been to have Drew Ramsey back? It is a big benefit having that extra added offense. Two wide receivers to the left. Now they go Cooper Johnson in motion. Two to the right side. Shotgun. The give to Luby's going to carry it. It's at the 10. He's down to around the 6-yard line to the 5. A gain of a dozen. And again, another good fake 
It looked like Cooper Johnson was going to get that one. Yeah, Len, you're right. The misdirection, which was huge on that first drive when Elder moved right down the field, what it's doing is Pickerington Central plays a really aggressive defense, and it's using that against them. Yeah, Luby continues to do that, and he is just racking up the offense. He's got 13 carries, 83 yards, and a touchdown. First and goal at the five for the Panthers. And now we're going to get uh, a timeout. Yeah, they were trying to sub. So, Len, what we do have to consider here, you know, we talked a little bit about 02. That was just out of necessity. I ended up having 25 carries as a 150-pound kid soaking wet. And, <laughs> and Coach Ramsey jokes after the game, he should call child services. There's no reason you should have got 25. I, I got you killed. So we'll see how this takes its toll on Luby. He's got 13 carries now. You know, he's responding really well. At some point, you might have to get somebody else involved in that run game, but the, the misdirection's been key. Well, here's an interesting point on that. Today we're walking around the Hall of Fame. And, and Matthew Luby and I are, are, are I come across him, and he's looking at a display of none other than Brett Favre. <laughs> and we start kind of talking, and he always he said Brett Favre was his all-time favorite player. I just watched an episode of Peyton's Place where he's talking to Brett Favre, and they talked about how he had no concern for his body. That's like it. when he ran and did stuff, and I'll tell you what, I mean, if that's what where that's coming from with Matthew Luby, like he's watching it and he's learned, like as a quarterback, I'm not going to slide. I'm just going to take hits, you know, and he's probably watched some of his predecessors, you know, and seen film of that. And you know who responds to that? The offensive line. Absolutely. When a, when a quarterback is willing to show their body is not made of glass and take a hit, everybody rallies around him. And yep. we've seen that with Matthew Luby and why he's a leader. The team rallies around him. Well, we talked about a big drive on the first drive of the second half, and the Panthers have a first and goal at the five setting up two wide receivers to the right side luby steps back at his 10 in the shotgun two wide to the left and now luby is going to carry it himself inside the five and gets to about the three yard line before he's manhandled to the ground at the three this is uh this will be interesting to see what they do here i mean is elder gonna impose continue to impose their will you got three yards and probably three shots to do it um i I don't see them settling for a field goal again so do you just go run 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 or do you get a little cute and take advantage of the man coverage here if you're gonna if you're gonna pass it you got to make sure it's only you can catch it that's That's the thing two wide receivers to the right now shotgun gonna give it to catania in the end zone touchdown elder panthers 722 left and a 13-7 lead now we're gonna get some after the play we got well first off we got one penalty i know one elder guy got knee in the head i'm not sure if it's gonna be on elder on Pickering central afterwards just a little jawing but yep it's gonna be against them that's a huge play katani gets in the end zone you control your emotions and you know why that happened rob is because that guy just got beat from the start of that drive and just one more time and just finally couldn't contain it. Absolutely. That was the imposing their will. And to come out of a halftime like that and set the tone, you got to think Coach Ramsey and the staff was on them and saying, look, we are going to pound the rock and, and we're going to get this thing rolling. And now they are. Look at this. This, this sideline is jacked up right now. If you're an offensive lineman on that drive, you got to love it. Absolutely. Nine plays, 76-yard drive. Ends with a Catania two-yard touchdown. And now the snap. Thamen to hold. Harmeyer, the kick is up, and this one is good. So it's 7.22 left in the third quarter. It's Elder 14, pick Central 7. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. 
For a shark team look, work, or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428 and brozartpharmacy.com. With the Sacred Heart Radio app on your phone, Sacred Heart Radio goes wherever you go. For Android devices, search the Google Play Store for Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Install. For iPhone, go to the App Store and search Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Get. And then you've got Sacred Heart Radio everywhere. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth here at the Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio, Tom Benson Stadium. It's Len Harvey, Phil Bengal. We've got Rob Florian, and it's an Elder Panther 14-7 lead. Joseph Catania caps off a 10-play, 83-yard uh, drive, and it was Catania with a 2-yard touchdown run, and it is 14-7 Elder. If you're an offensive line, you love that drive. Uh, just, I mean, you can see the guys sitting there on a bench. I mean, that, and that's going to be the momentum they need moving forward, I think. And the short kick is taken at the 20 to the 25-yard line, and uh, Pick Central will set it up with their first possession of the second half. It's 14-7 Elder Panthers. The Panthers' touchdown have come from Luby, a 33-yard touchdown run, and uh, Catania, a two-yard touchdown run. Meanwhile, Mosley had a 19-yard touchdown for Pick Central. You can feel the momentum shifting here in the stadium. Uh, you, you hope that all the folks that couldn't make it up to be here tonight at the watch parties at home can feel it as well. Hopefully the Elder Nation is as rocking as that little cheering section is right now. They are rocking a first and 10 at the 27-yard line. Setting up shotgun is Crenshaw. And now looking, he's going to give it up the middle and uh, round to the 27-yard line, maybe the 28, a yard on the play, if that, as uh, it was uh, looked like Nicholas Seeger got in there on the tackle. Yeah, Nicholas Seeger got in, but you know the big thing has got to be keeping Mosley and Crenshaw in check here. You know Mosley comes in a game with uh, almost 1,400 yards rushing. You held him to 18 in the first half. You really kind of took him out, except for maybe you know one or two. But so that's a really got to be. And you said earlier, Rob. I mean he's a little 5'11", 195 pounds. So you got to wrap up, you know, and really make it be a gang tackle. Second and nine from the 28 for Pick Central. Too wide to the left. And now Crenshaw looks to throw, rolls to his left side at the 24, and throws complete at the 40-yard line. And that was complete to number 18, and that was Jacali Alston. Yeah, pick central speed really stretched the field there and, and make that made that open underneath. Um, the other thing that that drive did for Elder there is the defense feels that too, right? And they haven't been on the field yet. What was that, a six, seven-minute drive? So uh, we'll see if Elder's defense keep it up. First and ten for pick central at the 40. This time Crenshaw is going to go under center with a 6.29 left. Elder with a 14-7 lead. One wide to the left side, and Crenshaw looks to throw. Steps back at his 30, throws it down. The field is complete. It's Mosley at the 45 of Elder, and he's out of bounds and around the 43 with a first down for Pick Central. That was easy for us to see up here develop because he was looking to the opposite side of the field like he was going to throw over here when it was just setting up. It was just window dressing. We could see it here, but on the field you don't necessarily see that. We knew it was covered. So Pick Central, though, coming out, first series of the half, moving the ball. First and 10 at the 43-yard line for Pick Central. 6.21 to go. Third quarter. And now Crenshaw gets the shotgun snap. Going to run it. He's at the 40. And he's tackled back. Sanders and company got him and held him, including uh, number 44 on the play. And that was all by Joey Stemler. I mean, 
That's a big, strong quarterback, and those are big, strong tackles. Right yeah, there. Colton he, Sanders tried, he tried to block him on that, and he said, absolutely not. <laughs> and he just took Crenshaw on head on. And then that's what I just mentioned before. Then that's when we need the rest of those purple jerseys. Fly to that football and finish the tackle. First guy's going to wrap him up. Everybody else got to finish it. Four plays, 33 yards on this drive. It's a second and seven at the 40-yard line. Under center this time is Crenshaw. And now Crenshaw is going to give it to Mosley inside the 40 to the 36-yard line. A gain of four. It'll be third down coming up and short for Pick Central with 5.34 to go in the third. But Elder has a 14-7 lead. Yeah, Pick Central goes back to that wing T look. Um, the old the old school misdirection, hat on the hat, pull the guard, pull the center. Um, this is a big play here, third and short. Third and four at the 37 with 5.19 to go in the third. One wide to the left side. Crenshaw shotgun rolling to his left. Going to run it. And he's out to the 35 and 33-yard line. Almost looked like the ball came out, but... It did not. Yeah, they're gonna mark they're gonna mark him down. Brady Buller's the one who wraps up. Now here's where they go quick. Try to get this quarterback sneak. Just line up. Fourth and one at the 34. Under center is Crenshaw. And now he's gonna give to Mosley. And it's in. Let's see. Did he get it? Yes, he, I think he did. The the length of the football. He got the first down. And that is right around the 32-yard line. You can tell Elders adjusted a little bit at halftime, and they said they're, they're ready for that quick snap now. Um, that time, Elder that Pick Central to get the first down, but Elder was lined up properly on defense there. 4:45 and counting, third quarter. Elder with a 14-7 lead. Pick Central on their first drive of the second half have a first and ten at the Elder 32. One wide to the right, one to the left. Shotgun formation. The pitch to outside to Styles. Styles going to be tackled in the backfield at the 36-yard line by Nicholas Seeger. So we talked about setting the edge in the first half, and with Pick Central speed, if they set the edge, they're they're going to pick up six, seven yards. That was a great. A great job by the defense end to get upfield and then funnel it to the defense. And, and, and it kind of flows with what the defense has been doing all season is really playing as a unit. 4.07 remaining, third quarter. Elder with a 14-7 a lead. Second and 13 for Pick Central. They're at the Elder Panther 35. They line up wide to the left with Garner Wallace. They've got Styles inside. No one to the right side. They go shotgun formation. And now we get... A little stoppage here. Did we get a timeout before the motion? Yep. I think it looks like the coach saved him there a little bit. That was the the ref was ready to pull out a flag and he called a timeout before he could get it out of the pocket. Yeah, because they were all over the place on that one. I'll tell you, this has been a, a very quick paced game. Three forty five left in the third quarter. 14-7 Elder Panthers lead. Now the defense, this is a big, big stop here if they can they can hold them here. This is absolutely I mean every every at this point in the game, with there not being a ton of possessions, each each offense has controlled the ball pretty well. That makes every play that much more vital, where if you can get a stop here and get it to your offense, and seeing what Elder's offense has been able to do to control the clock, it makes this even even more pivotal here. So this has definitely got to be four-down territory for Pick Central, I think. I think they're, I mean, yeah, it's second and 13, but, I mean, they still got third and fourth after this one. They're going to go for it. They're not going to give it up. A, I think their coach has got confidence in in himself. You know, Jay Sherritt has been in this game before. So, I mean, he's not going to be afraid to pull that trigger at this this late. You're, so you're talking about, Lynn, that clock is rolling. I yeah. mean, 
we're, we're, you know, Rob, you said it keeps getting tighter and tighter at halftime, and we're at that point. It's really getting pulled tight. And this is where a big play is going to be important. And, you know, there was a big play in your game, you know, in 2002. It's something of a 40-yard run maybe. Is that right? Do you remember that? Uh, I remember. <laughs> we talked about the police escort, yeah. and I think I had two NFL off- offensive linemen that felt like a police escort, except this one was on ice skates <laughs> straight to the end zone, and I was caught at the one. Um, but, but it is. You know, we look back on that play, you know, 15 years later as a big play, just, and it was this time in the game. This time in the game is crucial. Well, it's a second and 13 from the Elder Panther, 35 for Pick Central. They line up wide to the left in Wallace, and they've got Styles to the left side. Shotgun formation, and now looking to throw, Crenshaw does to Styles at the 38, and he gets complete to the 34. Another Elder Panther, and that Nick Seeger again. Yep, Nicholas Seeger cleans up. Ben Dieter's getting there first. Sniffs it out. It's Here's, still third and long, but we'll see. Yeah, third and long. Here's what you like if you're Elders is Pick Central's offense is built off of play action. When it's third and 12, the play action isn't as effective. You're not worried about them running it for four or five yards. Um, so so uh, well, they're probably going to spread it out here, I would imagine. Yeah, here they come. Three, yeah, 310, yep. Rob, left here in the third. Three wide to the right, one to the left. Shotgun on a third and 12 from the Elder 34. And now it was give to Styles. Styles looked like he was going to throw it, oh, yeah. but he had to the 35 and nothing to it. Down to the 33, Nick Seeger, Joey Stemler, and company, Connor Key, and also Austin Wanstrock. And that's Ben Dieters. That coverage is why he didn't throw that football. Yeah, Ben were, Dieters, nose for nose. Yeah, they were trying to steal one there and run a little bit of a trick play. But when you're third and 12, it's not as effective because the defense is already on its backpedal. And they're going to go for it here in a fourth and 10 at the 32-yard line. The portable pit, the 6,690 in attendance today. Most of that is the portable pit, by the way. We're looking at the other side, not as it, it's, not as robust. It, it, it's purple, but it's not our kind of Three wide receivers to the left, and a fourth and ten at the 32. Shotgun for Crenshaw, back at his 42. The blitz comes, and let's see, they still haven't gotten him, and now finally he throws it away. No, it's complete to the 30, 25, and he's out to the 20-yard line. And that is a first down for Pick Central. It looked like he was in the grass. Wow. Twice. Wow, there were five elder defenders around that quarterback. He somehow Houdini'd out of it, and there was nobody left to cover anybody because no. they were all going for the sack. Elders, elders lucky that they, they, they just picked up a first down on that because it was there were plenty of pick central players wow. downfield. And Crenshaw, even right now, he's tying his shoe because of the fact it almost got ripped off on that last one. I mean, they were just all over First and 10 at the Elder 20 now. Too wide to the left side. Crenshaw going to run it inside the 20 and tries to get some room and gets to about the 17-yard line. A gain of three with a minute 40 to go in the third. I mean, we have to give Crenshaw credit there. That was a fantastic individual play to to extend you know, uh, like the game, really. I yeah. mean, if, if Elder gets the ball right there, and this is a whole new ball game off of that play. Again, a huge pivotal play right there. And twice he could have been sacked, Phil. The big plays don't have to be 40-yard runs. Absolutely. That can just be that right there. Second and seven from the 17 with a minute 15 to go in the third. Under center is Crenshaw. They give to Mosey to the left 15, and he's out to the 10-yard line. Connor Keys or Tanner Purdue, let's see, uh, on the tackle. It was uh, Connor Keys. And this is where Elder struggled before is that they're going to get a hat on a hat, line up almost in some, you know, goal line style defense or offenses here, and they're just going to just try to push in fine lanes for Mosley uh, and see if they can get a, a quick one here from the 11. 
Third and one at the 11. 14-7 Panthers. It's at the Elder 11. Shotgun for Crenshaw. And Crenshaw going to run it. Run inside the 10 to the 9. He's out like around the 8-yard line. Joey Stemmler and company on the tackle. So not only did that Crenshaw, uh, you know, Houdini play back there extend the drive, it really took the air out of the stadium. You could feel the whole stands in the sideline go from, yes, we got the ball, to, oh, man. I mean, it, it's everybody's a little flat right now. Well, first and goal now for Pick Central at the eight-yard line. They're going to line up with two wide receivers off to the right side. Shotgun for Crenshaw. He's back at his 12. Now going to run it inside the 10. And he gets to the nine. We got a flag down back at the ten. I believe this is coming back. We got a hold. And it is on Pick Central. So again, penalties have really killed Pick Central tonight, Rob. Yep. Tom Kennedy in the pregame hidden yards. There it is again. Again, both offenses, the only thing that has stopped them thus far are themselves in getting into these negative situations. Yeah, ten yard penalty for Pick Central. They'll move the football back to the 18-yard line. It'll be a first down and goal from the 18. Yeah, first down and goal. There's no opportunity to get a first. You know, they're 18 yards out, no opportunity for a first down here. They do have three. Well, they'll probably have four shots at it here. They will. And looking at some of the uh, the stats as that ends the third quarter. We'll come back. Quick third quarter. It's Elder 14, just one quarter away for the state championship. Elder leads at 14-7. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. La Rosa's proudly supports high school sports. Whether you're fueling up before the game or celebrating afterwards, La Rosa's for great pizza, wings, hoagies, and more. Dine in or 513-347-1111 for pickup. Or we'll deliver wherever you are within our delivery area. Order online or La Rosa's new mobile ordering at LaRosa's.com. Put your money where your heart is. Do business with someone who shares your faith and values. From Sacred Heart Radio's Angels List of Underwriters. And don't forget to tell them where you found out about them. Go to SacredHeartRadio.com and click Angels List. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Len Harvey, Phil Bengal, and Rob Florian. We are in the last quarter. Well, maybe not, but the last quarter, at least what we think, of a state championship game. It started in August all the way down to now, and we got one quarter to play. This has been uh, something pretty special because this game has really flown by, and it's not so much a track meet up and down the field. It's both offenses are operating really efficiently. They're controlling the ball. They're getting six and seven yards on the ground. And the pass plays that they're completing are, are really pretty um, simple, quick, high-percentage passes. The, the ball hasn't touched the turf hardly at all in this game, um, and it's been really neat to see two even teams here going at it. Oh, yeah, this is very evenly matched. Uh, both teams in purple, <laughs> as uh, as you see in the sidelines on both both stands, uh, purple on both sides. Of course, the uh, home side is a little bit bigger, though, Rob. This is a crucial point in the game because if Pick Central manages to score here, it's anybody's ball game. But if Elder can get a stop somehow, some way, and control this last 12 minutes, they're uh, looking pretty good for that third one. First down, they set up at the 18-yard line. Two wide receivers to the right side. Shotgun formation on the first and goal from the 18. And now it's going to be 
It's going to be Crenshaw carrying it to about the 16-yard line. A gain of a couple. It'll be second down and goal. You know, it's interesting. We refer to, you know, sometimes that we have to remove ourselves. These are 17-year-old kids, right? And it is for a, a third ring and a state championship. These guys are just out there playing ball right now. And I, and I bet they're having a blast there at the Pro Football Hall of Fame on a beautiful December night. I mean, this is fantastic. Plus, it's their last one. They're sad to see this all end. You it's know, you've been practicing every week since July. Second down and goal. The ball at the 16. Three wide receivers to the right for Pick Central. Two to the left. Empty backfield for Crenshaw. Shotgun, he's back at his 21. Now rolls to the right. Looking to throw. Throws its complete out to the 15-yard line. Now to the 12. And he tries to cut it back inbounds. Justin Canini on the reception. Again, what you like if you're Elder's defense you know that they want to run play action, and the play action is not as effective when you're third and 12 or whatever they are here. I mean, it, you're not committed to the run. So this plays right into Elder's hands here. And we'll see. At some point, somebody on defense makes a play, right? So let's see who makes a play here. Third down and goal. The ball spotted outside the 12-yard line. They need to get to the in the end zone. They cannot get a first down. They've got to go to the end zone. So they go right side. They've got corner Wallace to the right. They also line up with Styles to the right side. Shotgun for Crenshaw back at his 17. Now Crenshaw's going to run it. Run it inside the 10. And he spins. Nice tackle on the play by Richardson. Stop the touchdown at the 8. That's a fantastic. Uh, Bartley Thomas there. Oh, check Com that. Yeah, com coming up and making a play. I mean, he was on an island with a Division One athlete there. And he, and, and he makes a stop. If he doesn't make that play, it's a touchdown. They'll set up now with a fourth and seven, fourth and goal outside of the seven-yard line, 10-40 left here in the fourth quarter. In the backfield, they've got Mosley, and under center is Crenshaw. And now, look, is Elder trying to change, they were trying to change the play there with eight on the, eight on the time clock, still with it with five seconds. Down to three, they got a snap, he goes shotgun, and this time Crenshaw running run it to the throw it into the end zone. It's a touchdown on the right side of the end zone and complete to Tyler Gilson on the right side of the end zone. And Elder's defense just they were they were moving a, a bunch and they had everything covered. I mean they had it just right, and you could tell they were just waiting to see what Elder would do and, and just to not get you know get on that route. And you're you're a step behind. If you're the quarterback, I mean, you just got to throw that ball out in front and let your guy go make a play. 10-16 to go, fourth quarter. This is looking to tie this one. Booker will look to add the extra point. Bookman will at the 10-yard line. The hold and the kick is up with the right foot, and this one is good. So with 10-16 left in quarter number four, don't go anywhere. It's tied at 14 on the Prep Sports Radio Network is a proud sponsor of Elder High School Football. The professionalism, integrity, and work ethic of Hoding agents reflect the values of the elder community they serve. Whether you're selling your home or property or finding a new one, you can expect Hoding agents to go the extra yard to meet and exceed your needs. Hoding Realtors is proud to be a part of the great heritage of Western Cincinnati, where they've chosen to raise their families and serve their community for the past 25 years. Hoding Realtors, 451-4800, or on the web at Hoding.com. I'm Deacon Bob Fay, thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth at the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. Len Harvey, 
Phil Bengal and Rob Florian. A touchdown by Pick Central. Tyler Gilson, a seven-yard reception for a touchdown, and we are tied at 14. Now, the big thing here, Rob, is Elder needs to, to score on this drive. They've got yeah, yeah. to get a good, sustainable drive with 10 minutes to go. Yeah, we talked about how these kids are out there playing football and having fun, but I'm sure anxious right now. I mean, this is getting really tight right now. This is a ball game. Bookman will kick it short to about the 10-yard line, taking it around the 15 for the Dieter's 25. He's out to the 30, to the 34-yard line, and we got a flag down back at the 22-yard line. Yeah, we're going to probably get a clip on the Panthers. This one's going to be coming back, I think. Now hold. Now, Tom Kennedy pointed out something. If we look at the scoreboard, that uh, Pick Central's only got one timeout left, so that could be huge. Oh, yeah. That, 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 Thanks, yeah. Tom Kennedy. That could prove pivotal here. And, and you know, this, these hidden yards, they keep rearing their ugly head. Um, that was a heck of a return there. And now we're going to go back to pretty much where we caught the ball. Yeah. They're going to move the football all the way back to around the 12-yard line. So let's go with a nice, sustainable drive. So this is it. Is this, the again, the elder classic 10-play, grind it out, go the length of the field and win state here, right here. First and 10. We could be at the 13-yard line. It's going to be Luby. He's going to carry it across the 15 to the 19-yard line, a gain of six. It could also be Luby for 80 yards. (laughs) You're right. That's what's different about this team. They have such great firepower that you're right. They they could change the game in one play. But this is where the offensive line looks at each other man-to-man and says, let's go win it right now. Yeah, if you had to, you know, if you had to look and give a situation where Coach Ramsey, he'd probably take the long drive and run some time off the clock because he doesn't want to see Pick Central get the ball back either. Second and five from the 18-yard line for the Panthers. Nine and a half minutes remaining here in the fourth quarter. Panthers and Pick Central tied at 14. Shotgun Luby back at his 12, going to run across the 15 to the 20, and he's out to the 23-yard line, a gain of five, and that should be enough for an Elder Panther first down, and they move it a little methodical a little methodical it looks yeah. like it, it looks like they're not giving him a great spot here. no they might have a third short yeah it's a little bit short of the 23 yard line but from up here we'll call that third and very manageable here with yeah. your you know you, what do you got an ohio state guy yeah. up on the line ohio got, state louisville yeah, I mean, you got jacob james luke Cantra, mason burger drew beckenhop and carter smith you can pick this up third and one from the 22 for the panthers luby shotgun formation two wide to the left side and one to the right and now with 8.51 remaining, still with it, gets the snap. Now Luby carries it across the 25-yard line, so that is a first down for the Panthers, and again runs time off the clock and gets three. Yeah, it scared me a little bit there. Luby went, looked like he, he did an audible, like they were going to audible to a pass, but it, it, it freaked me out because I'm like, what are you doing here? But it was window dressing for the defense as well, so they did an audible, looked like they're going to pass, and then, like Phil said, they're just going to get right behind those hogs and pick up the first down. Eight and a half minutes to go in this championship game of Division One high school football in the state of Ohio. Three wide receivers now setting up to the right. They No one to the left, and we got... Uh, it's an official's timeout. I think you got an equipment issue. Yeah, it's uh, Don, Don Marasco for... He's going to have to go out. Yeah, and he might. And the thing is, is he could just it could just be a snap, could just be... He did, and also, too, at this level, you don't have your mouth guard in at the start of the play. 
They might run you off. First and 10 at the 26, and Luby fakes and gives it up to Ramsey on a pass to the 25 to the 30, and he's out of bounds at the 33-yard line. And a gain of seven for Drew Ramsey on that catch from Luby. Glenn, gain of seven. We're going to consider that a first down win again, yeah, right? Let's, absolutely. let's keep the chains moving. You got you, you to gotta feel like these guys up front can sense that they control the destiny of, of, of this team and this game right now. 100-plus yards in eight straight games. Matthew Luby. So that is a that is on the stat board right here. 100 yards in eight straight games. That's that's pretty pretty good. Second and three at the 33. He's got 111 with a touchdown. Sets up now with his second and three from the 33. The give to uh, Cooper Johnson. Johnson gets tackled in the backfield right around the 32-yard line. A loss of a couple. Big number 79, Donovan McClendon on the tackle. McClendon made a great play there. I mean, that was just a single effort. He won his one-on-one battle and got in the backfield on the snap of the ball. 6'4", 285 when I say big. Yeah, that's, that's, hard that's pretty to, big. That's hard to stop. <laughs> What's the opposite of the police escort? Right? Yeah, that, a barricade. What was it? That is two wide receivers to the left and a third and three from the 33. Two wide to the right. Shotgun Luby back at his 27. Now it's going to run it across the 30 to the 34-yard line and a gain of a yard. It'll be fourth down coming up for the Panthers. And they've been kind of spying on that that for a while because I was just going to ask you, Rob, it seems to me their corners keep coming flying in on a draw. I was wondering if maybe they try to throw the ball out to Royer, who's been in a lot of single coverage, but now you're seven, about seven minutes ago, and you're putting this game on your defense. Or could there be a fake? You never know. <laughs> Fourth and three from the 33. Thayman, he's going to kick this one to the left side on a left-footed kicker. 45-40. It takes an elder bounce to the 35, the 34. It's still rolling. We needed that ice skating rink uh, that you had, but it's at the 33-yard line, and a good kick by Tommy Thayman. Yeah, I mean, that's that's unfortunate there. It was kind of the same thing. You know, as much as I'm harping on getting behind the hogs and running the ball, Pick Central's keying off the same thing, and their defense got more condensed and more condensed. And uh, if Elder does get the ball back, they might have to spread it out a little bit. But but here we go, Phil. Let's see if the defense can play as a unit, step up, and make get a stop. Okay, just got to make four plays here. doesn't matter everything else. I t- you know, I tell guys I coach all the time, ne- next best action. So right now, it doesn't matter what happened the rest of the game. I mean, it, it's set it's zero zero right now you just got to go get a stop and they only have one timeout. so i mean that's the other big thing is if they have any any problems on this drive and we're currently well they got back they get a free tv timeout here uh as we still got uh change of possession and looking at some of these stats in this game so far, Matthew Luby, 8 of 11 for 89 yards, 19 carries, 112 yards on the ground. Drew Ramsey's had a nice game, five receptions for 53 yards. On the other side for Pick Central, uh, Crenshaw's 12 of 14, 141 yards at a touchdown. He's got 13 carries, 36 yards, and Styles has three receptions for 36 yards. So tied at 14, and... It's a drive here with 6.54 left. They've got to go 66 yards yeah, and, to do it. And Pick Central does have a, a couple players that have been here before two years ago in the state game. I'm sure they're going to lean on that experience now. One wide to the left side of first and 10 at the 34. Crenshaw, he's going to run it himself. And he let's see, they couldn't get him again. He finally got the, at the 35. He got a yard, but he almost was tackled in the backfield as Tanner Purdue uh, his shoulder pad is almost off. So, Len, that is a first down loss by the offense there. So let's see if this theory holds up. Three, three, three guys. Three guys fixing shoulder pads on that play. Somehow Crenshaw is able to squeak away from a loss. 
Yeah, Crenshaw at 6'2", 215. Second and nine from the 35-yard line. Two wide receivers with 6.18 left here in the fourth quarter. One to the left side, tied at 14. Crenshaw's shotgun back at his 29. Rolls to the right, now is going to run it. He throws it instead to the, to the 42. Did he go over the line of scrimmage? It looked like he might have. It was close. He, his body is allowed to be over the line as long as the ball is not over the line. I think his, his forward foot was, but, again, that's a great individual play by the quarterback. We have a timeout on the field. And uh, trying to attend to this situation here. But second and nine at the 35 coming up. You know, if we were to go to our expert referee in the booth like some of them do, uh, they would say that if any part of his body is behind the line of scrimmage, that is a legal forward pass. And that's exactly what it looked like here. Okay, so this is a good opportunity here. You know, unfortunately, it's, it's an injury, but the defense can look at each other and kind of catch their breath here. Um, and yeah, figure so, out how to stop. So that's Jack Tucker coming off the field under his own power, but he, he's really, that right arm is kind of hanging a little loose there. He, he was kind of laying that out. Dr. Bosom uh, is attending to him, so that's going to make Paul Moore come into the football game uh, up front. So a little bit of defensive change. So it, it's third down. We know that they can pick up the short yardage, and we know if they don't get it, they'll go right out of the fourth. Third and two from the 42-yard line. Now it's going to be Crenshaw. He's going to run it and go. Santa's got him in the backfield, but did he get across the 44? He might have. No, they're, not, they're going to spot him a yard short. Yeah. Pretty favorable spot to Elder. I'd yeah, say. that was. I mean, that, that's a favorable spot because I thought his I thought he had extended that ball before his knee went down. So, I mean, that's. Are they bringing out the punt? They look, they're going to bring out the punting. Well, Elder better hurry up and get three yeah. guys off the foot. Dang I'm, I'm surprised at this. Watch a fourth for and one at the 43. They might yeah. pound it up the middle. And now Coach Ramsey, the referee got tied up there. He's got 12. One, two. See, do they. uh, Elder's got 12, yeah, so they had to take a timeout. Elder's tied up, we're tied up, everybody. Those those sudden changes are tough to keep up with. Three go on, three got to come off. Where does your problem line? I'm not even sure if it was him, but you just subbed in Paul Moore. So now you got a new guy in. He knows it. He does it during practice. But that just messes everything up of who's coming on and who's coming off. But this gives Pick a free timeout to talk about it. Yeah, and, they, and you know, fourth and one at the 43. I mean, this is something that you go for it here. You, you get a yard? or You have a 210-pound quarterback in the state championship on the line, and you need going. a yard. I lean him forward. Yeah. Just just get some form of momentum. It looks like their huddle did change. So it looks like the Pick might come out and actually go for yeah, this. Yeah, they're now. going. They're Maybe going. that was their intent tension to confuse it yeah so we talk yeah. so we talk about hidden yards yeah. right and no yards were exchanged there but that's a little bit of a miscue where now you're giving pick central a chance to reconvene here so 521 remain here in the fourth quarter tied at 14 it's a fourth and one for pick central they're at their own 43 yard line and this time they're going to go for it somebody up front just got to make a play here Big play of the game here on a fourth down. They go Crenshaw shotgun. One wide to the left side. Mosley to his right. Calling out the play. And now Crenshaw's going to run it and gets the first down to the 48-yard line. So a gain of five. And like you said, Rob, when you're that big, 
you, just go right. You get a full. Yeah. You get a full head of steam. You could trip over a first down there. I mean, he is hard to stop when he gets running downhill, and that's exactly what they did. They got him in a shotgun where he could get ahead of steam and running downhill, and and you just can't stop him without forward progress. Five oh five left, fourth quarter. First and ten for the Tigers at the forty-seven yard line. They give to Mosley. Mosley across the fifty, and he got tripped up right around the fifty-yard line. And that allowed the Panther. That was to tell you that could have been six right there. Yeah. So Phil made a good point today that um, not every game-changing play has to be forty or fifty yards. We've had two plays where they've been little wrinkles of a little fourth and one that ends up being so huge in this game. Right. And the other big thing that Elder's got to do here is all these guys have to be tackled with your body, not just your arms. They will break through them. They've shown that time and time again. Second and seven from the 50-yard line right at midfield with 425 left. Crenshaw's going to keep it inside the 50, and he gets to the 48-yard line. As uh, looked like uh, Sandus on the tackle there for the Panthers. It's a big third down. I mean, this is you got to keep this third and long. You can't let if this becomes third and manageable, then then we got to. I mean, that's easy for pick. You're middle of the field, clock's running low. You're going for it. But if you put it at third and six or get a loss here, then you force their hand on the punt or you know to make a decision. Third and six from the 49. 3.52 remaining in the fourth. Tied at 14. Three wide to the left, two to the right. Crenshaw back at his 45. The throw complete. It styles to the 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown. 49 yards to Styles. And Pick Central leads by six pending. There's the big one. Yeah, just sits in the gap. Great play. Crenshaw holds. You know, one of the things we haven't mentioned about uh, Pick Central, their offensive line has been doing a good job giving them time on the passes. Elder has had a, li- a few times where they've had some rush, but none there. Crenshaw's able to throw the football and pick up a nice run. Elder's kind of caught in their zone defense. No one was really manned up, so it's very easy for them just to find a lane. So Pick Central looks to make this a seven-point football game. They'll set up with Bookman to look to add the extra point. Yeah, the snap is down, the kick is up, and it is good. So 341 remain in this one. It's Pick Central 21, the Elder Panthers 14. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace. And they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. And I'm Mitchell here. Enjoy the game and be sure to tune in Monday morning at 6 a.m. for the Sunrise Morning Show for news, weather, sports, and compelling interviews all from the Catholic perspective. The Sunrise Morning Show, 6 to 9 a.m. every Monday through Friday here on Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, Tom Benson Stadium. A big 30, 49-yard touchdown by Styles from Crenshaw. It's 21-14. There is a silver lining, though. 341 left in this one. Panthers down by seven. There's plenty of time. We've seen it before, right? We're calling this team resilient all season long. They came back against uh, Clearwater Academy when they kept scoring and just they never flinched. So let's see if they can continue that habit. They at come this back point against Colerain. Yeah, six you know. games have come down to the final drive with somebody having the ball. So uh, right now, 341 left. Bookman will kick off from right to left. Panthers going to try to get something going here and 
tie this one up. Now it's, let's see, Thayman's going to let it go to Dieters. Across the 10 to the 15 to the, to the 20. And he's out to the 22-yard line. Maybe the 23 is where they'll get it. So 77-yard drive. But the best part about this, you listen to Tom and you listen to Steve and Mark talk in the pregame show that the Panthers can score from anywhere at any time on the field. That's right. And, you know, Pick Central knows that as well. So it'll be interesting if they play a little more of a prevent here, maybe call off the dogs a little bit, and maybe Luby can pick them apart underneath. First and 10 at the 23-yard line. Two wide receivers to the left side. A big drive for the Panthers here. Down seven, 333 left. Here's Luby going to run it across the 20 to the 25. And not much more than that. Still pushing with the offensive line to the 28-yard line, maybe even the 29-yard line before he's taken down by Dom Morasco. In a tie game with three minutes left, that is a fantastic first down. But down seven with three minutes to play. Now those wins on first down where you get five yards, that's out the window now. Now, now you need your chunks and you need to start picking up some yards. 305 remaining. Three wide receivers to the left, one to the right. Shotgun on a second and four from the 29. Luby's got some time, throws it across the 35, and it's complete to the 39-yard line. So a gain of 10 and... That was Sabato? Marco Sabato. Yeah. Yeah, Marco Sabato because he's another guy not, you know, on the normal scouting report. Run him out there. He's quick. He can get in the space. You know, so Elder doing a good job. David Larkins comes off on that one. Joseph Catania comes into the football game. Three wide receivers to the right on a first and ten at the 39. Luby shotgun at the 34. Back to his 30. Throws it to Ramsey. Completes to the 40. 45. And he's out to midfield and into Pickerton Central Territory at the 47-yard line. Drew, Drew Ramsey is such an X factor, right? They can put him in the slot and they put him in different places and he really changes the, the dynamic of the offense. And Rob, keep talking. I mean, the other thing is, you know, you're watching the clock. You, you know, you've been in these situations. 220 to go. Right. You know, two timeouts, you know. I mean, just it's kind of important to just keep business as usual right now. That's right. First and 10 at the 49 for the Panthers. Luby shotgun rolling to his right at the 45. Now throws it down the field. It is almost intercepted. It's headed for Royer, but... Uh, it, it was in and out of the hands of Lorenzo Styles, who scored the touchdown of the other end. So this is a little different for Elder's offense right now because they run the ball so well. They're used to playing against man coverage. What Pick Central's doing right now, they're sitting in a zone, and it's really going to force Matthew Luby to sit back there and actually analyze the defense and what they're doing. And that's you're, you're asking a lot now, and, and, and he can respond, but I think he'll see that now, that it's not man coverage anymore. They were sitting in the zone on that one. Second down and 10 at the 40 yard line one wide receiver to the left now three to the right side for Luby with 205 to go steps up at the 45 looks to throw and throws it complete oh incomplete he had it lost it and Ramsey at the 45 did not come up with it so it'll be a third down this is a big third down of course you got two downs now you have to go for it on fourth yeah this is where coach Ramsey looks to his play sheet and says what's my third and needed right um this zone is is wreaking a little bit of havoc to to the elder um, offense and it hasn't shown its head yet because elder's been able to run the ball now that they can really only pass the zone's really giving them fits 201 to play in the fourth quarter third down and 10 for the panthers down 21 14 they mark it with one wide to the right now two to the left side Shotgun. Now Ramsey goes in motion to the left. The throw to Ramsey is incomplete. Intended for him. He went the other way. And 
looked like Ramsey was going one way and Luby threw it another. Yeah, the execution wasn't as good, but it was actually a pretty well-designed play. The way you beat a zone defense is you sit down in windows and you sit down in spots. It's not about outrunning somebody or running away from somebody. It's about just sitting in little creases. That's probably what Coach Ramsey is going to draw up right here on essentially a fourth and ball game. Fourth and ten at the 49-yard line. The season could be on the line right here. A minute 57 to go. Rams is setting up now. They're going Luby shotgun formation. Two wide receivers to the left and two to the right. Now we get a timeout elder. Uh, so uh, Luby did not like what he saw there. You, you could see that as soon as Pick Central set their defense, he kind of said, oh, well, I, don't, I don't like this play call. And I have no problem with the timeout right there because this is essentially the game, right? right. And so now the players are in this huddle here. They're looking at each other. This is where you get your poise. You, you, you still execute, execute in your normal phase of offense. 21-14, Pick Central with a seven-point lead. They've scored 14 points here in the fourth quarter. But we have to go back to that play at around the 40, the 35-yard line where Crenshaw looked like he was going to be sacked about two or three times. And that was a point when Elder was up 14-7. And he, he went ahead and got the play. If Elder doesn't get the first down here, that's the play that goes on the highlight video. There's no doubt about it. But... There's still a script to be written. Absolutely. Right? There's still one more hill, there's, one there's, more play. There's still one more highlight to be made. This is big on a fourth and ten. Let's see what they do. You know, a lot of times they'll they'll try to double cover. Roy, they put Postal out to the left side. Yeah, they're spreading it. Elder's spreading it way out right they're now. Doing, they got five wide. Yeah, they're doing five wide. they got three to the right side, setting up shotgun. Luby, here he steps back at the 42, now looking to throw. Looking still with it, throws it down the field. It is incomplete. It is out of bounds. Ramsey caught it, and that is out of bounds. So Pickerding Central will take over on downs. So Luby saw it, and he made the right read. It was just a hair too late, and he couldn't keep him in bounds. Again, it was that zone coverage where... It takes another second to process it. When you take another second to process it, sometimes it's too late. Yeah, that was huge. And, it, you know, he made the right play, as you mentioned, but it just just too much to the right. So he threw the ball. It was on the sideline, and the receiver caught it, and he just couldn't get his uh, feet inbounds in time. A minute 50 remain in this one. Elder's got one timeout left. Shotgun formation for Crenshaw on a first and 10 at the 49. One wide to the left. And now Crenshaw's going to run it. He gets to about the 49 of Elder, and that's about it. So with a minute 43, I guess Elder will look to give their last time out here. Len, this is where we're going to test our math and and the countdown and the play clock and to see if Elder can actually get the ball back with anything manageable. Yeah, that timeout there with a minute 42. Let's see, they've got uh, now with that timeout, they run it. They've got about 40 seconds of the third down. This is where we yeah. need uh, Coach Brett Curran on the defensive side of the ball, ace the math portion of his SAT. This is where we need him to, do you, to figure out how many plays we got. Do you remember the, the movie The Replacements, the scene, get me the ball. That's, that's right. what you need right now. That's, get me the ball. That's right, and that's what, they're, that's what they're talking about in this huddle. It's whatever you can do to get your hands on the ball. Unfortunately for Elder, the backfield of Pick Central are some behemoths back there, and they're strong. Um, and now Pick Central, conversely, in their huddle, all they're saying is, we don't care about the yards. Just protect that ball with your life. 14 points here in the third and the fourth quarter have uh, 
given the lead. This is big with the second and seven at the 48-yard line with a minute 43. Elders out of timeouts. You can see some of the, the elder players on the on their sideline kind of on one knee, a little bit dejected, and this is where you, you're hoping somebody can, can make a play here. Yeah, because they still have to run a play here. They can't just take Correct. it. You know, they still going to run a play here. With a minute 43 and a second down at seven at the 48. And now the give, to, it's going to be Crenshaw's going to keep it inside the 40. Still with it, 35, first down. And with a minute 36 to go, I think that's, that's gonna, pretty much going to do it. I think that's going to do it. It's going to be victory formation. Unfortunately, the Elder Panthers fought so hard this whole season. And it's just unfortunate here. That, you know, you, you had a situation, you're up 14-7 here. You look, Everything was looking good. But 14 points in the fourth quarter. I mean, it's really been that boxing match, right? It's been such a hard-fought game of, of body blows and an uppercut here or there. And it, it's unfortunate that you know, it's looking like we're kind of come out on the, the, the bad end of it. You can see some of the elder players now. It's it's starting to hit them. And, Len, you, it's not so much they're thinking about this loss, but they're thinking this is my last my yeah, last. Now play. you start to think about that. Now exactly. it starts setting in. You were in the flow of the game, and now you're thinking about your buddies, and you're thinking about August, and you're thinking about the offseason weight room, and it's all hitting them right now. Right, exactly. The seniors now get ready for victory formation for Pickerding Central. The Tigers, uh, their fans are getting excited with a minute 20. And now Crenshaw takes a knee. You do have to love the fact of this elder team that it's ne- it hasn't been fancy all year. It hasn't been perfect, but man, they are such a team of grinders uh, and to really and fighters to get all the way here. And, and and they did that today. They fought the entire game. Yeah, and then the other big thing is, you know, you look at throughout this game. I mean, you know, Elder, just like other games, I mean, they had plenty of opportunities to make plays, so they were always in the game. It was never out of their reach, you know, and that's something, you know, you, it, it, that old debate of how would you rather lose a, a game, I know, but, I mean, for me, I mean, I like that you, you had the chance. You, you were right there. They did. It was a great game, and that snap and taking victory formation with 30 seconds, and they're getting excited. The Pickering Central Tigers, congratulations to them. A Division One state championship, Elder what a season. What a tremendous run for them. Uh, it's almost a shame that it has to end. Thanks to everybody for listening all season. It's been a pleasure bringing you these games. And, and you know, it, it's one of those things. We, we enjoy it thoroughly. Absolutely. And as we come to the end of this game, there's one thing I can assure you is that Elder is going to handle this loss with class. You already see him right now congratulating the other opponents opponents because it was a good hard-fought win. And that's the one thing. You know, this is sports is marketing, right? And this is, this is bigger than just... Just the game, and, and we're really proud of how they handle it with class. And I think everybody at home supporting them uh, sleeps a little better at night knowing we got some good young men out there on the field. Absolutely. Uh, 21-14, Pickering Central with the win over Elder. We'll come back with the Cooper Electric star of the game. We'll have a big wrap-up on, on this season, and uh, make sure you stay tuned. Coming up next on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schoester, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schoester Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schoester, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney, LLC, member SIPC. Safety footwear. There is hardly a 
a job site or business that doesn't require them. And your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand, from comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program, and we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. Elder fans, Walt Kelsey here, class of 2000 with Kelsey Chevrolet, your Westside full-service Chevy dealership and proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. Sales, service, parts, and body shop, we can handle all your automotive needs. Introducing a Kelsey-exclusive lifetime powertrain protection from our family to yours for life. Find new roads at KelseyChev.com. Go Panthers, Altiora. We are Kelsey Chevrolet, from our family to yours. For a sharp team look, work, or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. I want to challenge those Elder Panther fans that have enjoyed the games. Take some of that money that you would spend that is discretionary and pledge it to Sacred Heart Radio. It is such a great blessing to have. We would really appreciate it. Elder fans, to pledge now, visit sacredheartradio.com. It's time to call out the Cooper Electric star of the game. And now, let's go back on the field with Len Harvey and Phil Bengal to break down tonight's action and pick up the elder star of the game on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Well, not the outcome that we would have wanted, but the Elder Panthers fought hard all game. They had a 14-7 lead in the fourth quarter, gave up 14 points. But the Cooper Electric star of the game, Colton Sanis, just tapped off a wonderful season. He was tremendous all year long, and he's our Cooper Electric star of the game. And, you know, Phil, you've been in this situation before losing one of this. I mean, it's it, it, it's tough, but you got here. It, 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 you yeah, know, and, and here's the thing. That's that doesn't sink in right now. Um, you know, the biggest thing that you have to have, and I know Rob, you made the point, and I don't want to steal it from you, but you know, it's like you're proud of these guys. I mean, you're proud of your teammates, you're proud of your buddies. You know, as coaches, you're proud of them. And right now, as a player, you know, you, you might not hear that. You know, you might not hear it from your coach because you're just so upset. But you just got to remember what you did accomplish. You know, because because when it all comes down to it, you know, these guys accomplished a lot. I mean, they had a great season and. You know, being on that side of it, it's really hard to process all that right now as a teenager. But as you look back on it, you realize what you've done, and you set a standard. That's the thing. You just set a standard. This team set a standard for everybody after them. I was just uh, listening down. Sorry, Phil. They were just kind of talking about the captains. We've got the crowd mic, so let's let's listen in a little bit. You know, it's uh, it, it getting that trophy. You know, the second place is not always great, but you know what? They, they just like you know, they talked about. 
what a schedule they played, what you know, right. to go through what they had to go through to get here. Well, they're giving the second place, you know, the runner-up trophy to Coach Ramsey, and so you know you think about him a little bit i can guarantee you what his words are going to be when you get in that locker room and it's going to be exactly what philip said i'm proud of you yeah it stinks right now but they're all going to be better young men for it and they're going to they're going to learn from it and uh you know some of these guys that are going to be back uh, the guys that aren't going to be back you take it with you in your professional life you take it with you in your family life and, and you get better because of it yeah and i want to make one more point i'm going to i'm going to do everything when we get we get back we're going to make sure that, that there's something that goes up at Elder, I mean, for this team, for the 2008 team. I mean, runner-up in, in any any sport of state title, man, that's a heck of an accomplishment. And, and for that to, to not be acknowledged as almost an afterthought is, for these guys as you get later down the years, is almost borderline offensive. That's exactly what you don't want. Uh, It's a great point, Phil, because the last thing you want these kids to go, ah, if we'd have won, we'd have been remembered. We're going to remember this team. Oh, absolutely. It was was a pleasure to to watch this team play. Absolutely. And I know the start of, um, you know, the coverage today was about the 2018, or sorry, 2019 season just in a whole. And, man, they're going to be remembered. I mean, they've had some great moments throughout the year. So, yes, they're going to have trouble getting over tonight. But when they look back on it, we're all going to remember this team and it, it's amazing you know i like to you know thank everybody you know they welcome me into the elder family and certainly you know from new jersey i didn't i didn't go to elder didn't, yeah, it's, hard you know, to, it's hard to go to right so but if you think about the the uh, just everything from you know people like yourself coming back and the alumni rooting as hard it's just amazing just to see what a family this elder community is. That's a great way to remember this team, too. I mean, think about what this team has done for the community this week. Yeah, you you need the fans and you need this game, but it's it's them drawing the community get together that makes it the, you know, it's a purple thing you don't understand. It's because of this team. I mean, there's guys I haven't talked to in, you know, 10, 15 years that we're messaging back and forth all about this game, right? You're you're watching old highlights and uh, it's it's just such a a, a great uh, medium to, to bring the community together. Uh, it, it's it's hey, it's been a lot of fun. And one of the things I I, I heard, you know, at Dad's Club, I, you know, I enjoy going uh, to Dad's Club. And one of the things I heard, you know, it's like people grow up, they they want to go to Elder. There's no other like option. They just want to go to Elder. It's just a total family from the start when yes. they're little. Right? It's, it's a great point, and it's why it's hard as a senior because guys go to Elder to play football for Elder. They don't go to Elder because it's going to be the launching pad to their collegiate career or their professional career. You've seen um, articles this week from Ruby and Jacob James. These guys were born when they were three. They're like, I want to go play in Canton at the state championship. So it's here. So so it, it, it's great because that this is what it, it, just, it just makes it harder right because they're not going on to the next level some will but it's not what they intended with attending elder to do no and it's not with like a promise hey you come to elder you're going to get this you know it, it, right. you, you like everybody else right and, i mean it's there's nothing to that and to coach ramsey's credit he coaches with the guys that show up and want to play uh, yeah oh, absolutely we do it we do it with the guys that come the guys who want to be a part of elder high school you know and that's not saying anything about anybody else and if you take that that way then that's that's 
then you obviously got a problem. Uh, but so, you know, Elder, we, we coach guys who want to be part of Elder football and, and want to go to Elder High School. He opened it up to all the sophomores at the end of the JV season, like, hey, you want to stick around with us and run scout team? You can. And a bunch of guys jumped on that. So you got a bunch of sophomores down there who weren't going to be dressing, who now just got this whole experience. And, Rob, you know that that has just affected their next two years as Elder football players because they just, they just saw how it's done. Absolutely. You get there the first time, you're a little bit wow, you're a little shell-shocked, and then you settle in. It, when and if they get here again, it's, it's full steam ahead. And, and you, you made a great point, Phil, about setting the bar. This team has now set the bar where these guys feel and expect to be back here again next year. And, they, you know, I just saw it's kind of you see the hugging that's going on again their last game it's starting to sink in that they're not going to play anymore this year they no practice coming up and you know you've got uh, luby and Dieters with a big just hug and uh that's the stuff that that you you know these guys these guys right now walk off that field and they may not know it right now but they've just made friends for a lifetime yeah i mean we've all experienced it you know we've experienced it it, it, it's it's bigger it's bigger than this game. Matthew Luby was ten of seventeen, one hundred and eleven yards. Uh, he also rushed for twenty uh, times for one hundred eighteen yards. An eighth straight game of over a hundred yards on the ground for for Matthew Luby. A tremendous season for him. Uh, a tough way to go out, but Drew Ramsey six receptions for sixty five yards. Uh, it was uh, Crenshaw on the other side, 14 of 16. What a game for him, Rob. 197 yards, two touchdowns, including the deciding touchdown, a 49-yard pass to Styles. But uh, more impressive was that seven-yarder to Gilson in the right side of the end zone that uh, allowed for uh, that drive to continue as well. Those are all um, great illustrations of there was some great individual achievement that happened on this field throughout the season and tonight. They're not going to think about it right now, but you know, once they get removed from it a little bit, they'll, they'll, they'll look back upon this fondly, I can assure you that. Yes, they will, and you know, we'll, uh, we'll thank everybody. I'd like to thank uh, of course uh, Mark Bengal, Steve Bengal, Tom Kennedy, Kevin Kennedy back at the, the studio. Without you guys, this, this broadcast does does not happen. Kevin Welch, another great season of putting. He puts the games on uh, the website and it does so much after the game. Got to thank him. Wally Welch does a great job, also giving us all the fans that come out uh, to uh, La Rosa's on Boudinot every week. And you know we're going to miss all that. Of course, next season we'll be back again in August, and we'll talk about it about then. But uh, thanks to you, the listener. Without you, this doesn't happen. I don't broadcast the games. There's nobody here because because of you. Uh, once again, thank you. Once again, the final score, there was Pickering Central 21, the Elder Panthers 14. Congratulations to them, the 2019 state uh, Ohio State champions and Elder, the runner-up this year. For Phil Bengel, Rob Florian. Uh, Rob, thank you so much for joining us in the booth. It was a pleasure. It was an honor to be, with, be beside you here. Would have liked to have a victory, but you know what? Uh, I'm Len Harvey, so long from Canton, Ohio. Stay tuned, coming up next, it's the Prep Sports Radio Network game night with Steve, Tom, Mark. Uh, They will go over everything that happened in the game. You've been listening to Elder Football, what a season. Uh, The Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther game of the week on the Prep Sports Radio Network, and so long. Your electric bill these days can be pretty shocking. 
And trying to fix an electrical problem by yourself can be even more shocking. The way to solve both problems is by calling Cooper Electric. Cooper has been serving Greater Cincinnati's electrical needs for over 64 years. They're licensed pros with years of on-the-job experience. Cooper Electric will save you money by wiring or rewiring your home more efficiently and installing devices to conserve electricity. And when you call Cooper Electric, you'll be in for another shock. A real person will answer your call 24-7-365-513-271-5000. Say here for Joseph Toyota Clarence event. $2,500 rebate or 0% on 48-month financing on RAV4. Unheard of a $1,750 rebate on Highlander. Lifetime powertrain protection when you buy a Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati. JosephToyota.com. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years. But that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service. And with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace. And they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. Your West Side Neighborhood Skyline Chilies are supporters of Elder Sports and Elder High School. After the game, stop in for some delicious cheese conies or your other favorites and support these locally owned Skyline Chili restaurants. Supporters of Elder include Glenway, Del High, Price Hill, Bridgetown, Cleves, and Dent. Talking about Skyline. With the Sacred Heart Radio app on your phone, Sacred Heart Radio goes wherever you go. For Android devices, search the Google Play Store for Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Install. For iPhone, go to the App Store and search Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Get. And then you've got Sacred Heart Radio everywhere. Well, welcome back to the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. Uh, I'm Mark Bengel, joined uh, once again with Steve Bengel and Tom Kennedy. And the outcome that all Elder Panther fans had hoped for it did not uh, come to fruition. Uh, Panthers lose 21-14. Uh, some critical points in the game uh, would have went one way or would have went the other way, but it didn't, and that's just the way the ball bounces. And the Panthers uh, uh, had a fantastic season. Uh, we we enjoyed it. And, and guys, uh, how many times do we... We come back uh, from the Elder game. We get in our cars and uh, go out to La Rosa's on all the home games and sit there and, and enjoy come, seeing all the Elder happy fans come in. They come in when they win. They come in when they lose. And uh, there's uh, no shame with this one. Uh, the Panthers uh, got way beyond where we ever thought they would have gotten early in the season. I know it was disappointing for them. I could tell on the sideline the, the it was like a balloon deflated when, uh, when they realized it was over with. But... Uh, Congratulations to them, and, and what a great job. It was a great game. They played their hearts out. Uh, and and uh, like we were talking off the air, and, and uh, Phil touched on a little bit, you know, this team, Elders played since 1923. Um, four teams have made it to, to this game, um, and uh, two won, two didn't. But I think all four need to be celebrated, and I, I think – you know, a lot of the you know regional titles and, and a, a lot of the accomplishments uh, of the elder program. I mean, you can't say, well, they lost; they, they weren't any good. This this was a very good football team that that just 
played every week and, and just brought so much uh, entertainment and joy to the elder community that, that um, you know, I, I just uh, don't want uh, this to be lost. And I don't want the kids, I mean, they're going to feel bad tonight, feel bad tomorrow, and, and uh, you know, wishing that they were jumping around like, like uh, the Pickerington Central team is, but th- that wasn't to be. But very good game, Matthew Luby. Uh, you know, played great tonight. Uh, the offense looked good. Defense played solid. It was just, uh, you know, some things that, that just didn't fall their way. Uh, you know, there was some questionable spots, some questionable calls, some questionable non-calls. You know, the unfortunate thing about the Ohio High School Athletic Association is the farther you get in the tournament, the worse the refereeing is because it's an old boys system. And, and uh, tonight we, we're, we got the bottom of the barrel out there. But uh, that didn't cost the game. But these guys really, uh, you know, they they, just were were at a loss several times. So you didn't like the officiating them? (laughs) We'll put you down for for a maybe. Yeah, 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 I'm kind of up in the air on that. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, they put their shirts on good. Other than that, uh, what are you going to say? Well, Elder got off to great starts in each half. Uh, They took the uh, initial uh, kickoff when they got the ball, scored a touchdown in the first half. Likewise, in the second half, uh, they imposed their will. They played a great game. They played a great team. Uh, In a way, it was a very well-played game. Uh, I'm saying it's an instant classic from an elder standpoint, but it was was that good. Uh, They just didn't make enough plays when they needed to, and uh, you know, all three phases, offense, defense, and special teams, you need to make plays in every one of those areas, and sometimes you just don't make enough of them. And unfortunately for the Elder Panthers, that was the effort tonight. Uh, great season, greater bunch of kids. Uh, the senior leadership for this bunch is off the charts good. Doug said that most dance clubs on Tuesday night is how he went, I mean, change out any of these kids for who they are, and like I said, it have what they represent and who they represent. And they represent themselves. They represent their parents. They re- represent their school. And like I said, they also represent the great schools that they came from. So well well done, young men. Uh, and unfortunately, uh, didn't get it done, but there's uh, one a great season. And be- before I get a chance, I just wanted to thank uh, Joe Harbin once again, kind of as, as the pro season progresses. Uh, Joe continues to help us uh, a lot behind the scenes, but he did a great effort this year with the Harbins and gave a lot of great perspective as Elder moved along this path. And I just wanted to, uh, Joe, great job, and thanks again for everything. Yeah, uh, we we always appreciate the fine efforts that Joe Harbin does, especially on the famous Harbin show uh, that propels everything. Seems like forever ago, and it was just six weeks ago, I guess. And uh, yeah. so it, it, it this is... A lot of people talk about the Prep Sports Radio Network. It's a network of people, and everyone, if I had to do what all you guys do, I, I could never do it. Uh, you have uh, Tom knows what he needs to bring, Steve knows what he needs to bring, Lenny knows what he does, and Phil knows what he does, and it all comes together. And without that and Kevin Kenny back at the studio, it's it's a teamwork of people, a network of people, and we're, we're, we're so happy. Uh, and, and it's an enjoyable time bringing it all together. But, Mark, thank you, but it all starts it all starts with you. You're the one that puts it all together. Uh, what you do behind the scenes is amazing. 
nobody even gives an idea how much effort you put into this. And I'm real lucky, and Steve, we're all Uh-oh, lucky Len, just Len's to be get, a place. I, I want here. you to know that you're our big toe, Sergeant Holka. <laughs> <laughs> he, he got the mic for that. <laughs> yeah. But, but all these years, Mark, uh, you're the one that it puts us all in the right spots, and you're the one that get all the sponsors, and uh, you make this thing happen. And for that, I am grateful, and the, the entire elder nation should be grateful for that. Well, and... You know, you mentioned the sponsors, and most of them are uh, friends of Prep Sports Radio uh, because of the people that listen, and and they they come come back because what they when they sponsor they get customers in the door because elder people, uh, it, it's huge. Uh, earlier yeah. in the game, we we had seen uh, reports of uh, thousands of people listening just online all over the world. I mean, you can see yeah. the, the maps come up of what countries there are, so don't want to belabor and go through all that. But you just appreciate what this means to everybody. We're so glad to be able to do that. And uh, it's not really a big ego thing. I know it's funny. Uh, Rob Florian, we were t- talking uh, earlier this week, and he was asking, you know, I, I just feel bad coming in the booth, and I don't want to step on Len's toes or, or Phil's toes. And I said, look, uh if Len wants to talk, he ain't going to stop. So there's nothing you're going to say to stop yeah. to shut Len up. And I mean that, you know, he does what he does. And Phil, uh, the same way. He's twice your size. And uh, if he doesn't want you to talk, I said, just do what you do. I said, look, you have brought elder football to a point that no other guy has ever done. He was a quarterback right. that led him to two state championships. They've been here four times. They're now two and two. So uh, how do you with a resume like that and and what a likable nice oh, guy and knowledgeable gentleman. guy we're so yep. happy that he came up and i know I, I i get a lot of response back with people saying hey man it's great that you get robin you know he's, he's a natural he's a natural we'll, we're always getting back involved with, with things like that and tom before we uh we, we go on to the wrapping this thing up but you you brought up a good idea you know when you have a football team there's there's people who uh, you hear the names every week by Len and Phil and us, and then there's guys that don't get the name recognition to the players that bust their tail. They practice, they lift the weights, they do everything, but they just don't ever get on the field because of it's just it's a, a lot of people bigger. We're going to just take a moment here, and I know most people are down in the dumps or probably got the radio off and uh, we're, they're finished, but I'm just going to read down the roster. A lot of these guys you know, uh, but a lot of them don't. So if you got a minute or two, I'm going to read down uh, Perfect. Uh, guys, Evan Vollmer, J.T. Miller, Joe Weber, Marco Sabato, Dakota Postal, Ben Dieters, Matthew Luby. Uh, we have David Larkins, Nicholas Seeger, Gillian Mitchell, Joe Royer, Drew Ramsey, Bartley Thomas, Lance Neville, Tommy Thayman, Ben Hamilton, Nick Sanfilippo, Scotty Neiman, Sean Keller, Austin Wanstrat, Joseph Catania, Brett Tepfer, Javarius Richardson, Connor Keyes, Tanner Perdue, Jacob Abrams, Andrew Tate, Jimmy Kearns, Colton Sandus, Vince Crump, Brandon Eckstein, Cooper Johnson, Jake Vollmer, Ben Ott, Brian Weber, Connor Amon, Zach Schlechter, Lucas Merrillman, Joey Stemmler, Sam Harmeyer, Nathan Evans, Paul Moore, Holden Nichols, Michael Steers, 
Jonathan Paff, Drew Beckenhop, Mason Berger, Joe Folzenlogan, Jacob Good, Jake Tucker, Luke Kandra, Grant Miller, Colin Kandra, Carter Smith, Jacob James, Nick Chappelle, Mike Kirch, Andrew Harp, Brady Butt Buller, Grant Kessler, Jack Willenberg, Sam Salamone, Nathan Steffen, Will Jansen, and Ryan Hoffmeyer. A lot of these people you won't hear playing football. They're graduating and moving on. A lot of these names you didn't hear a lot this year. They will be coming in and playing a lot next year. And it's always an interesting thing that we get people wondering, hey, uh, what do you think of the team? What do you think they're going to do this year? Honestly, let's go run a table. If you would have asked me back in August, I said, I don't know. You know, you got a guy, Matthew Luby, the last time I saw him at quarterback, he came in, uh, taking over for Michael, Michael Bittner, Bittner when he was hurt, and uh, we lost the game. But he, he looked, he, he did well all year long, And uh, but that's just one of those things. You, I don't know. We'll see. And we were overwhelmed every week. I, I, I honestly thought after the, the, the first or second game, that, that I, I was very concerned defensively that, that the offense could score, but the defense was going to have a tough time stopping anybody. And, and uh, at, at times we've seen elder teams in the past where if, if the offense is pressured to score, things just kind of start falling apart if the defense can't get stops. But as I talk, we talked about in the pregame show, as the season went on, this team got better and better and better at defense and uh, really played lights out, even in this game, all the way through the, the, the tournament. And, and uh, you know, the, I think the, the, the offense, you know, being the, 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 the banner, the defense, to, to me, was what matured through the season and, and brought them to this level. Tom, uh, we, we were lucky to be able to do this uh, and, and see we've done it so many years and see so many incredible people uh, that uh, it's always a blessing and I know how disappointing it is for the parents the aunts and uncles and people sitting back home uh, but elder football is a, a interesting thing to see we see so many teams and styles and skills and you know, you hear the word athleticism and all this other stuff. And what you see year in and year out is a group of kids that are so well coached. They they execute so well. I would imagine if they did uh, strength training and uh, competitions, they probably could outdo most of these teams. But they may not have the speed and the, the clock speed. Yeah. And the they're not being watched by all the Division One scouts coming in and seeing this guy and that guy. But they just get the job done. It's sheer effort, coaching, the staff that Elder puts together. And it makes you proud when you see oh, this yeah. stuff. Uh, they are all Elder students that are coming together and playing football. That's right. And and, and I think this is Doug Ramsey's one of his finest years coaching. Uh, sure, they had talent on the offensive side of the ball. But there was a lot of question marks on the defensive side of the ball. And what what Doug did with Coach, and Coach James and Coach Curran and Coach Good and all of them, uh, you know, tweaking this and tweaking that. Maybe uh, Tanner Purdue, you know, started out as an outside linebacker and they decided to put him at defensive line. Those types of things 
melded and molded the team on the defensive side of the ball, which was which was very good. And then these kids are so smart, they're so well coached, and it not only starts at Elder, but you know they're well coached in these grade schools as well. And I think that's what makes the Elder program so successful is the feeder programs, because as we said earlier, uh, any any young man on the west side of town. Uh, once and can't wait to become an elder football player, an elder basketball player, just an elder player and an elder student. And it shows, and you're so right, they may not have the physical attributes that other players might have, and the word A-T-H-L-E-T-I-C, athlete, isn't after their name a lot of times. But they're they're great, and they they're very cohesive, and they play well as a team. Well, folks, the long run of 30 years of Prep Sports Radio covering elder football has allowed us to broadcast many great games, pretty good games, and some average games. But the one thing we always understand is that we are broadcasting the efforts of a group of hardworking teenagers. And this 2019 team ranks up as one of the most memorable that I can that I recall. Many of the seniors from this team will play football again at the next level. Few might even advance someday to play on Sundays, but for the most, uh, in the rest of them, tonight was the last crack at organized football. The constant lifting, practices, and meetings, it's all done. It may be sad at first, but things move forward, it always does. The mission of Elder is to educate Catholic young men, and those who choose to play football, well, that's just a part of the process. This uh, group of young men have learned well, and Doug Ramsey is one heck of a professor. And for all of us here at Prep Sports Radio Network, if God allows, we'll be back again next year for another exciting year of Elder Panther football, learning some new names and watching new memories being made. And we just want to thank you, our loyal listeners. It's not very rewarding putting this stuff on without our audience. We wish you all a Merry Christmas season and then a Happy New Year, and we'll see you next season. So for Steve Bangle, Len Harvey, Phil Bangle, Tom Kennedy, and, of course, John Kirtley from last week and Rob Florian, I'm Mark Bangle. Good night, everyone. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too. 513-353-2230. Or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. for listening to the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week.
brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet in Lawrenceburg and by Hoding Realtors, Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Red Wing Shoes, La Rosa's Pizza, Jim Collins Auto Body, the wealth management team of Adam Schoester, Rosard Pharmacy, your West Side Skyline Chili locations, the Underground Sports Shop, Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati, Wardway Fuels and Grills, Coldwell Banker West Shell, Robert Jones Plumbing, Cooper Electric, and Schmidt Heating and Cooling. Join us again next week for all the exciting play-by-play of Elder High School football on the Prep Sports Radio Network and Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. This is Father Benedict O'Kinsla, the pastor of Our Lady of Victory in Delhi. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com.